Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined by four of my great friends. Everybody. Aw. John, Vito, and Greg. How's everybody Hello. doing? Dead inside. How are you? Oh. Feeling all right. Pretty good. You want to elaborate, Greg, or is that just a normal state of being? No, nope, just a normal state of being, man. That's kind of what I figured. If you're also dead inside, feel free to connect with Greg on the Twitter, at Broken Campfire. Or hit him on the Gmail, brokencampfire.gmail.com. Yeah, form a, form a real parasocial relationship with Greg. So worship me, yeah. if you will. Wor- worship Make him. me feel better by worshiping me. Do you have friends? No? Well, do I have news for you? You can be friends with us. Whoa, Who are friends? Mm, relax. We've got a jam-packed show for you tonight. We have... Uh, a whole week worth of games that we've missed out on in the sense that we're two weeks late now, I guess. I, we're one week late. It's been two weeks since the last pod. Time is weird. Agreed. Sure. I made up for it. I'll uh, tell you well, what. No, you didn't. I made up if, for it as as much as I can. As, as Wow. Wow, I'm, I'm so proud of you. As much as you can... At, you know, ask yourself to 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 bother. I, I'm proud of that. The bar is low. All that being said, let's get straight into the roundtables. I'll start us off tonight. Uh, what what am I going to start talking about? Uh, has anybody here played a little video game? You might have heard of it called The Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. No. Yes. No. Is that a new game? Uh, yeah, new, as in a launch title for the Xbox 360, or very shortly after. I can't remember if it actually was on launch. It might have been within the first year. It's like 2005, uh, 2006, so 2006, maybe? That's how I always associate Oblivion's launch as like a launch title for the 360. Fair. Right. I did pick it up. Um, on On launch with Condemned, Criminal Origins... Uh, Good game. That was like the only two. I feel like 360 didn't have that many titles on launch. Pretty good well, game. I bought it for Dead but those, Rising. Those two are very good. Oh, maybe Dead Rising. Yeah. Well, Dead I was going to say Dead, Dead Rising was the one I got. I mean, I don't know if I bought it for Dead Rising or just to have a new console, and Dead Rising was the first good pick. But yeah, Dead Rising was the one that started. Pretty me solid. Out. Pretty solid launch games. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, Oblivion. I've, I've been replaying it on the PC with um, a. With a much recommended mod list known as Through the Valleys that aims for a vanilla plus type of experience where um, the gameplay changes are, are designed to be just overwhelmingly quality of life and more subtle bits of things rather than totally reworking how the game works. I, I think this is definitely the way to go if you end up replaying the game in 2022. Um, Interesting name. Yeah, Through the Valleys. Yeah. Um, it. I'm coming hot off of Morrowind into this. So I have a lot of thoughts and people have been talking about how the Elder Scrolls series has had a degradation in RPG focus, I'll say, um, since Morrowind through Skyrim. But so I, I don't want to, you know, bang, ring that bell too often other than to point out some things that you may not have remembered or noticed. Uh, as a huge nerd, you guys might remember that on my Morrowind save, I started getting into like collecting a bunch of books, 
like the the books I found cool or like skill books and that kind of thing just to decorate my place a little bit because I've you know the Morrowind physics are kind of funny with how you can stack things. Hmm, um, nerd. Right. So Oblivion, the DLC Frostcrack Spire gives you a wizard's tower, and I spent sixteen hundred gold to get the library, and it kind of just revealed this uh, this symptom, I guess, of the change in philosophy. But on this, I had like four bookshelves installed in my wizard tower. In combing through the books, there was maybe 40 books there, and there were maybe five or six unique books. One huh. one noticeable decline in RPG-ness and immersiveness of the world came in just, like, so much less written content that made the world feel lived in. Like, why did, why did this give me six Mage Guild Charter books? Oh, because <laughs> they, they can't give me... I mean, they have, like, 15 generic books, and then the rest are skill books. They don't just have a whole heaping load of lore like Morrowind. The actual written content in Oblivion is just so much less than Morrowind, it's insane. And it's not, you know, I'm, I'm talking about stuff that's not voice acted in Oblivion either. There's a real change in how they focused on lore, which I, I just find very interesting. Well, Oblivion they no longer had strange a... Uh... Games. They no longer had a like a madman on staff to just write endless right. copious amounts of work. They I mean, needed and someone maybe, like and, that. Well, I mean, maybe like maybe literally that is it is that they no longer had Michael Kirkbride on staff who was just writing all this crazy shit. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know. Slow it um, down, man. Right, but it it comes in no in a lot of places. Of course, where the voice acting interacts is in the dialogue, and as a result. The dialogue is just so much more shallow and so much <laughs> less than what you find in Morrowind. Like, I mean, it's a meme, right? Oblivion dialogue, like specifically Oblivion yeah, dialogue. For sure. It's just amazing to me that like they had, I don't know, in, in a lot of ways, Oblivion was a very ambitious game for them to make because by turning their back on some of the things that people loved most about Morrowind and doing weird shit, like when you talk to people, you get a super zoom in of their uh, ugly Gross ass, ass face. face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know. It, it kind of made me think at some point when I was playing yesterday, like would Oblivion have even succeeded as a game at all? If it came out two years into the 360 lifespan, is it's, is it significance just because it was a launch title and because people were kind of taken away by the, the bloom and the grass and the trees I mean, to be I fair, I, I, I and a lot of other people experienced a real sense of magic with that game. Like, even coming yeah. from Morrowind, it, there was definitely something to it uh, at the time and going forward. It's just that, I don't know, It's it's the cracks are definitely widened a lot over the years. And especially in comparison yeah. to the other, like Skyrim, which improved on it. Yeah, I hadn't played Morrowind, and this was probably the first honest probably the first RPG I had ever played and I was mesmerized and I had over 200 hours in that game and I would just play it over and over again. I, I would, you know, have multiple saves. I would have a sip. Me and my friend shared a save. Like I would have a fucking 360 <laughs> memory card and I would play a little bit, bring it to his house. He would play a little bit. We like work on a character together. I truly thought that game was incredible when it came out and I didn't play Morrowind. Um, so I'm wondering how many of those, well, I guess it's obvious, right? Like these decisions are economical when, you know, the scaling down of the 
whatever the lore in the the texts in the game and the scaling down of the dialogue i guess i don't so someone figured out that yeah yes and they didn't need those things and they could still reach a wider audience but i'm saying so yes and no first off the scaling down of the lore is not a in written dialogue is not really an economical concern. I mean, it doesn't cost much money to to pay people to write stuff and to create graphics of books. That that's just that's a creative decision. I mean, I, I'm oversimplifying things. Everything takes resources, so of course they had to budget the resources they would have spent on that against other things. But uh, for sure, the dialogue is is an economical choice because of how much it costs to pay voice actors, etc. Um, but what I'm kind of getting at, what I'm kind of getting at, like somebody thought they would make more money this way. I, I, I know they thought that they were probably right even, but I'm just calling it ambitious because there wasn't really anything they had to, to judge on that they could take Morrowind, strip out a lot of the stuff that the deep nerds found really interesting and generalize it to the audience by like kind of just making a, a shallow facsimile of the Morrowind immersive experience. You know what I mean? Like that, that in itself, I, I don't know if I'm like criticizing him or praising him, but whatever, that was an ambitious idea. Maybe that's like why Todd Howard is who he is and why, you know, he's the top of Bethesda is because he's the guy who did that. And he was correct. Like there wasn't market data that supported that. There wasn't like other major games that had done that transition from Morrowind to oblivion like that that they could use to like be like, ah, oh, yes, that's how you do this. You know, hmm. it is totally unique in that way. Um, it's just a shame that for my tastes, it went <laughs> in the total opposite direction. I would have preferred that it went with its ambition. You know what I mean? And yeah, it was the to first that point. Of- Sky- Skyrim takes it even further. Like Skyrim is one of the best selling games of all time. And I think really is a huge achievement in video games in like a specific way that I don't like. You know what I mean? Right. Definitely. And broader, I feel you know. the same way. And and I started. I told you this the other day, but I started with Oblivion. I never played Morrowind. Still haven't. And then Skyrim came out, and I experienced the kind of disappointment that a similar disappointment to to what you had transitioning from Morrowind to Oblivion. Uh, maybe not as great because maybe the change was was lesser between the yeah. Oblivion and Skyrim. But um, I'm also talking about a my huge game. People like- love Skyrim. What, also be clear, because you're talking about your childhood, I'm talking about my experience like this month, not <laughs> not, not like my experience when I was a kid. I'm not saying you're wrong because of right. that. I'm just, for yeah, proper sure. context for the listening audience, you know, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about my childhood. I, could, I, I certainly remember being disappointed in Oblivion as a kid in some very specific ways, but I don't, I was overall much more impressed with it than I am now, is what I kind of want to get at. I thought Oblivion was a great game. I still think it's a good game, especially with all these mods, but uh, I can't shake just, I mean, how much I got into Morrowind is definitely a factor, but um, I could talk about it all day to try to figure out the reason. But the overall sum impression is that there's something about the world that feels a lot less special, a lot more shallow. And I feel so much more like I'm playing a game than I did when I was playing Morrowind. You know what I mean? Like uh, the the sense of escapism or whatever is just not really there strongly. Hmm. Um so are we putting it down or going to keep keep plowing through it? I'm kind of still enjoying just, uh, you know, doing my bit as uh, solving every problem with magic. Just like my Morrowind character, I'm pretty much only using magic in Oblivion. 
Um, all of my major skills are magical skills. Um, the Grand so, Wizard. Exactly. Playing the Grand Wizard is always fun. It's a fun power fantasy to f- fulfill. So I, I think I'm still enjoying that enough to go through it. It's just, uh, you know, I'm just commenting a little bit. The Really, really was noticing a couple days ago how many times I'd seen the same book. Funny enough, one of those, I, I should, no, not one, two of those books I see on repeat were also books in Morrowind. Um, <laughs> I do remember that from playing, like, well, a lot of the books, like, it was the same, like, five books in rotation. I wasn't, I'm not the type to be, like, reading the books in the game, though, so it doesn't matter, and that's what I meant by, like, an economical decision, like, maybe most gamers, not even maybe, probably most gamers are like me that I'm I'll, I'll be distracted right, by right. graphical improvements and not and, and being able to block and better combat. And, and I won't care for uh, just curious. Um, so let me right. let me let me jump in real quick. A couple things. One, I'm not even saying that I'm a guy who like reads books and games. Though I did really get into that Morrowind. Like the point I'm making is that like Morrowind did it so well for Oblivion to just not even try at all. It's just amazing. That they made such a, a uh, a huge turn in their creative decision making. That that's the only point I'm making. Not that I think that it was the bad move economically. Not that I don't understand. Um, gotcha. You know the why they did it. Um, curious. Are any of the changes that the mods made worth talking about, or is it really that mild? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of mods I have installed. I mean, I, as a as a mage guy, I, I something like thirty to forty mods from that mod list. So it's kind of nothing hard to just, super crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm not a Bolivian gamer, so it's hard for me to. I mean, I'm, I'm playing the modded game of a game that I played when I was like a kid. So like, I I noticed some things, but like, it is mostly meant to be a subtle experience. That you're not noticing, like, um, I don't know. Probably the biggest one that that's also the most quote unquote game breaking in in this sense, uh, and that a change total change from vanilla is that when I harvest a plant. I harvest all other plants that are like it in the in like a certain radius around me. Just makes okay. harvesting things yeah. easier. Little things like that. Uh I know it did a lot to uh balance creature stats and leveling and that kind of thing to uh address Oblivion's biggest problem as a game is the uh, the leveling is totally broken. Uh, it's a very bad leveling system in that in the vanilla game, uh as you level, the enemies always scale. And oh, yeah. the scaling is insane to the point where, like, even at max level, you could have trouble with the with a group of goblins. The world becomes stronger with you, and it led to this like weird thing in Oblivion where, uh, if you wanted to like <laughs> have a a character who was who you know was was justified to be a god, like you should be at the end of the playthrough, uh, you'd pretty much have to put all the skills you were actually interested in as your minor skills. And put skills you would never use as your major skills just to slow down your leveling. Mm. Mm. That definitely deserves. I remember the crazy, yeah, crazy leveling system. Yeah. I remember as a kid, one playthrough, like I had, I, I did that and I had one playthrough where whenever I wanted to level, I would go down to the, into this lady's basement that was full of rats and put on the heavy armor. And that was the only time I wore heavy armor. Because heavy armor was like my level skill. (laughs) 
One system from those early Elder Scrolls games that I really liked and was very disappointed when it changed in Skyrim and also Fallout was uh, the leveling up system where to level up something, you just have to do that thing a lot. I like that. I think some people didn't like that. I get the whole meme like, oh, just you're jumping everywhere. But I don't know. It felt like it made sense. Like if you want to get good at something, you need to lean into that play style. You don't just get it for free. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, like it's kind of it's, it's kind of like a reverse thing where like you level your skills and then that gives you new attributes instead of like you getting you gain experience, which then gives you skills and attributes. I do. I do like that better. Does Skyrim do, do it differently? I forgot about that. Yeah, I think Skyrim, you just I, you, you level up and you choose. Am, am I wrong? I think you just. Are you sure? Spin, I think that's the way it works. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Skyrim works the same way. Maybe I'm thinking of Fallout then. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Follow, 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 follow. You definitely get experience. Follow yeah. definitely. Skyrim has works. that weird uh, constellation system. You you get to pick it in some way, right? Yeah, I was I I was pretty sure that it, it it changed from Oblivion to Skyrim, where you leveled up and you'd get points and you'd just put them in whatever the hell you wanted to. Like you didn't Great. have to stealth to be stealthy, but maybe I'm wrong. Because definitely fall out. Definitely fall out. So in Skyrim, yeah, they change or Oblivion. You used to you picked your major skills and you leveled up with them, Uh and then yeah, in Skyrim they made it, which I thought I I personally like that better, where you can uh, just do whatever you want. You every skill is open and every skill will count towards your level in general. Well, I guess I'm specifically referring to like the act of if you want to get better, you want you want to get a higher heavy armor skill. You have to wear heavy armor, mm-hmm. yeah, which is, which is different yeah. from a lot of RPGs where you just level up in general by getting XP, and then you would just plus one to your heavy armor in a menu screen, and then all of a sudden you're better at heavy armor. Is there not a name um, for that system? It feels like there should be. <laughs> I'm sure there is, but I remember being very disappointed when... I think in Skyrim it changed. Anyway. Was uh, like Fallout... Wasn't like Fallout 3? Yeah, like Fallout 3 and all of them like that also? No, definitely. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty positive that it's been a worked. very long time since I they worked in game. that in that modern sense where you just open up a menu after you kill a certain amount of enemies and you put a point into whatever you want. No, then... I think Fallout Four did that, but Fallout Three, if I remember, because it was like big guns and all that shit, like big guns, well, small Fallout guns. Three, every other every other level, you had to pick a new perk. Pretty sure. The- uh, like every every Fallout game since even Fallout One has pretty has handled skill leveling in pretty much the same way. No, not at all. I'm not talking about perks. I'm talking about skills. Like you tag your major skills, and then every level you get to add points to your no, skills. No, Fallout Four is totally different. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that's a game I tried. Fallout Four, to when you level up, you can even like. put you can just put points and attributes. Now you even have to put them into your skills. All right, that's lame. Yeah, but anyways, we're not talking about Fallout. We're talking about yeah, uh, yeah. We're talking. And I'm done talking about all, We're all, all one and the say. same, dog. Um, all right. other than Oblivion, else? I've been playing. Uh, or I started playing Sea of Thieves. I don't think we've had a pod since I started that. Maybe, maybe no, we, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, the only unique comment I have, I'm, ha- I'm having more fun than I expected. The only unique comment I have is that the experience of playing Sea of Thieves. And wondering why isn't this in the game and why is this in the game? Um, I said this a while ago when we were playing. Makes me think that like somewhere in Rare, there's one guy who has creative power 
and he has like a really weird vision for Sea of Thieves, like a really weird and specific idea of what Sea of Thieves is. And, you know, he 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 vets all the ideas. So you don't get all the fun things sometimes, but you get weird features that are overly detailed, right? Like, uh, God, I can't, it's been a, like a week since I've played, so I can't even think of anything off the top of my head to this, but that's the general impression I've been getting. When they I call him the Pirate Lord. We know the Pirate Lord. Fun game. Yeah, I was going to talk a little bit about it on a round well, table. I'm a, oh, oh, uh, I'll let you then. Taking up a lot of time. Um, then, yeah. You know what? I think I'll cut it there. I don't have a whole lot of other interesting things to say. Oblivion's really kind of been on my mind. Have you heard cool. of the High Elves? So, John, you hinted that you might have a round table tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little bit of a round table. Do uh, we have time for that? Probably uh, we'll not, but we're we'll going to make, make time. Oh, well, yeah, we'll start with that. We've been playing Sea of Thieves. Oh, how's uh, that? Well, we got Andy, the, the new guy. Uh, so, oh. you know, we're kind of doing old content over again. Right. And it's kind of funny because some of it was just straight up, bro. We were doing some of the tall tales. Wait, which, the, like, I'm not saying you've been hyping it up, but, like, there are people in our group who hype it up, and everybody... Oh, the people who hype it up always be like, oh, the tall tales are the best. That's where the game is uh, at. And <laughs> I feel like I know that person, and I constantly have to be like, no, they're not that good. So, some of the later ones are are fine, or I mean, worth doing, but especially some of the earlier ones, like, they're definitely figuring out what they wanted to do, and yeah, they're not as good. But anyways, the first one we did, straight up, was it was busted. We couldn't turn in the, the final item to the guy, or he wouldn't accept it. So that was a great start. Short tail. That happened and, on the second one too, but you you fixed it. Well, no, the second one we were just wrong, right? We just had two items to turn in. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. That I was our error. Yeah, I, it just cemented in my brain that both of them messed up. But you're right. Yeah. That was. But even the second one was a little tedious. You had to fight like a boss. Yeah, I'm not tough. necessarily against long fights, but I mean, it was just you know like a ten to fifteen minute fight of of just if the combat was better, I guess I wouldn't mind. I yeah, was going to say, with the sword. Uh, long fights are fine if they're interesting, but Sea of Thieves is more just continuously yeah, clicking and scrambling for food. Things you need to do, yeah. Uh, and this is just kind of like back away when he's going to explode. I feel like the, the, the boss fights in Sea of Thieves should be like Zelda bosses, where it's like not an MMO type thing, and it's more just like you have to figure out their the puzzle solution to, to beating that them. That would be really um, cool. Tech Technically, there's some enemies that do that, like the gold skeletons. You got to find out. Yeah, like, those aren't bosses, though. Those I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. They have some enemies that have like uh, things you have to do to them before you can hurt them. Like there's guys that are covered in gold. You have to throw water at them to rust them before you can hurt them. Or there's like shadow skeletons that you have to pick your lantern. If it only if it's nighttime, you have to pick your lantern up to like put light on them, hmm. and they're vulnerable. That's yeah. Not none of the bosses have any stuff like that. It's just beat the fuck out of me. That's while lame. I summon enemies that uh, might have stuff like not that. Not ads. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, but the naval combat's where it's at, and we, we got For into sure. some some uh, some ship fights. We had some good you times. Got some good ones, man. I was I was watching one, and that was very exciting. Yeah, I always 
I always like watching Dude, I was the stressed the fuck out. It was exciting, but man. You guys did great. On. You guys uh, killed it. Are you talking about those, those children? And the, I say they the children, children and the galleon. They yeah. kept swapping back and forth between, uh, you know, we were hacking and we were like the worst players in the entire game. Every time they would, you know, we were, we were battling them for like an hour or so. We were, kind of, we were chasing one ship down and this ship kept going into uh, a galleon, which is a four-person ship. Uh, I don't know, like for protection or just to throw us off. We kept chasing them anyways. But yeah, anytime we would be in contact, they'd be like, you guys are hacking, I can't believe it. Or they would say, you guys are the worst players we've ever seen. There was no in between <laughs> with them. But I, I had a lot of fun chasing those guys around. And even when we got uh, the galleon, eventually galleon. Uh, took notice of us. And they, they almost sunk us. They put us right in the brink. They had our sails down. They, all three they of killed us all of us at one point. Yeah, three of us were dead. Uh, and if they would have just focused on shooting us instead of sending people over... It probably would have sunk us, but uh, we yeah. managed to get the sails back up and take off. You guys were on the brink. I, that game's got the naval combat is pretty simple mechanics, but the management like behind it, like John, you're a really good captain. No offense, I, I, not no offense. No, no offense. No, uh, <laughs> like I don't know, just watching you guys and John, no like, cap, and everyone, everyone's very good. No cap, but like no John's cap, like cap. very good. You know, like calling out like, hey, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know whatever it is, they, they're going to hit us with their broadside. Like we need to maneuver. You're good at maneuvering and positioning the ship. It's very simple mechanics, but you need to know, you need to strategize. Yeah. But um, in my, clearly. well, not my, <laughs> in my defense, I swear I'm not good. Uh, <laughs> I have you know, looked at like, uh, I don't know, I see people who play professionally, but you know, people who play like, uh, like stream the game, I guess I have seen like, like higher level content, you know, I'm just trying to like emulate what they do. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that there that it's cool that there is even is oh, like dude, higher this, level. Play oh, dude, I'm telling you, we don't even scratch game. the surface, or I mean, oh, wow. or we don't even touch the ceiling. Like, there's so much. Like I said, there's a whole like tucking meta, like hiding people on ships, and you know, we don't even use like explosive barrels, and none none of us are very. I mean, you know, we can shoot the ships when they're you know some sort of range, but you should see some people. They're like. Fucking terminators with those cannons, sniping them from like, like on the yeah. other side of islands and uh, shit. So like the ceiling is way higher than we are, but I mean it, it is like I said, it, it's deceptively simple. You know what I mean? There there is a lot of like micromanaging that goes into it. Like even just like turning, like putting the sails up to turn so you're facing them. It's yeah, it's it is a lot. Right. Master, and it's just stressful, shit. but it's also fun. And it's crazy that yeah. like they they've made the, the ship combat so fun, or they did so well with it. And then it seems like they must have started with that, or that was the main idea. And then Definitely. they're like, oh, we got to do land stuff, too. I, I guess we'll give them a sword or something. You know, because it's just, it's just so much worse. They're not going to the exact same as on launch, right? Like, I don't, it, it felt to me exactly the way I remembered. Uh, so they've added, I mean, I think they've added our, um, you know, the, the fire, um, fire bombs and, like, the little uh, other bombs, the one that, like, kind of Blunder knock people away. Yeah, they, they added both of those. Um. Uh, yeah, and as far as that, it's just been sword and the three guns. Uh, I mean, they added the trident, but nobody uses that in PvP. No, but I mean, slow. like the mechanics. Like, I feel like I feel like pe people have been saying for years how half baked the mechanics are, and they never like added stuff to make it more interesting. Except, I guess. Yeah, the I mean, well, bombs. I mean, naval combat a little different. You know, they yeah, I mean, they have added like uh, like I said, fire was not a mechanic in the beginning. Oh, dude, uh, could, so naval combat for sure. I, I was talking specifically about land Oh, yeah, combat. specifically. Yeah. yeah, land. No, I don't think I've added anything at all. I mean, I don't even know what they specifically could add. 
Can you send a bird and or monkey to harass your opponents? Dude, I've been saying that for years. No, so you can't do that though because then it would be pay to win those creatures. Yeah, I said you should be able if you have a little monkey, you should be able or like a bird or something, they should be able to carry the tiny bits of treasure. Ah, you pay to win. That's God. Then let us find monkeys. Let let them find find, like gross, diseased monkeys out there in the wild. Uh, So this actually it started today. Um, there is, and, and they do these, I think they do like three of them like a season. They're like ongoing, um, basically how they do their story, like ongoing things that are happening with characters. There's an event going on right now um, till like September 1st, I think. We gotta save this ghost guy. I think I posted the trailer a couple days ago. He's already um, dead. Yeah, yeah, he's that, already dead. But as we gotta go in know, there and do that. We gotta do, gotta do that. We should do that tomorrow. Yeah, as you know, you, that's only, you die all the time in the Sea of Thieves. You yeah. Come back. You just, the, just go hang out. Dam. You have to hang out with like a really boring flying Dutchman for a few minutes. It's like, all right, get out of here. I feel like I would like yeah. to see more ways to interact with other players in that game. That's coming in uh, season combat. 10. Oh, yeah. yeah well, we'll see. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, you know. And I don't play the game a lot. And maybe there's something like that, but like trading or um setting up like outposts th- i guess interactions that are friendly and no, non-combat oh uh, right yeah it really is mean, you, you could There's be friendly if you wanted you to do. there are you can't have if you want you can raise an alliance flag and that way um you know whenever they turn into gold you know your ship will get money whenever you turn it or whenever you turn in treasure they'll get money you know everyone oh, gets money basically cool. you share stuff yeah, that's um, pretty cool. There also, are, if you look on like the subreddit, there are people who try hard enough, like you know, they keep server hopping or whatever, where they get what's called an alliance server, where it's all like five ships, are just in a big alliance, and all agreeing to be like helpful. And then that kind of takes us a little too much to the side, you know, because then you know you're not getting any fights because yeah, everybody, nah, the you know, combat's very very cool. That, yeah. Still want combat, but it'd, yeah, it'd be cool just to develop that ecosystem a little more. Um, so they uh they did add a thing uh and me and John talked about it a tiny bit. There's uh these forts they added with like a bunch of ghost conquistadors on it. Uh and when you clear it out, nothing will spawn there anymore and you can kind of like hang out there. It feels very uh, you know, like half finished, but uh like oh, there's a bunch of stuff you can do in there like uh you can cook a bunch of things, there's a bunch of places to sit. There's a big map on the thing like they want you to use that with a bunch of people, like as like a base or something, or oh, that's geez. what it looks like. I can uh, see the med in that in the future or something like, uh, yeah, way to put up a signal after you've taken over a fort, like a come get me signal. Yeah, or or what about contracts? Are there contracts in the game, like player contracts? Uh, a little bit, yeah. You so this is like a really they put this in in the end of the year, and nobody ever uses this because it, it's not really incentivized. It doesn't make sense to, but. You know, let's say we, you know, we're do, or we want an adventure. We got a bunch of treasure. You can bury that treasure on, you know, any island you want, and it'll give you a map. And then you can post that map to like the board, and then another crew can grab that map and they can dig up your treasure. Uh, the problem is, and then you get some of the money if you know if they turn it in. Problem is, I mean, there's no like incentive to bury like really good loot. Like, why would I do that when I can just why would you do turn that, it yeah. in? You know what I mean? I guess in maybe in extreme situations when you're being chased, and but even then, you know, you're not gonna be able to bury all that loot in time. Uh, so like nobody ever uses it. But yeah, that's like a, there's like a board at all the outposts where you could bury treasure and turn in your map, and then other people can no. pick up the map and pick that, it up. That's a great example of the uh, weird man at the top 
theory. Absolutely. People were like, why? Like, and it was even included. It was included in the season five. It was kind of like a bonus season at the end of last year, which had just like a bunch of, like no like major content, but a bunch of miscellaneous stuff like that. Like that was the season they added. <laughs> this is funny. That season they added the ability to like uh, when you have a, a supply box, you can just press like X and take everything out of it. You know, before you had to manually go in, grab right, like four right. items and move over. Oh, okay. You know, just a bunch of stuff. Or when they just added like the fireworks. And the fireworks have no other purpose besides, you know, looking nice. And they do look nice. Like, the man nods his head. Yeah. They should add the rigged checkers game from Assassin's Creed 3. Sure. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. I'm just it'll telling be, you. It'll be cool. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm new to Sea of Thieves, and I'm sure that people have been having these discussions for years, but... John, you you play this game so much compared to me. It there should be at least some things that you have access to that I just generally don't that aren't just purely cosmetic. You know what I mean? Like there should be some stuff that my money goes towards. Like honestly, you guys have so much more money than me, and part of that is because like I feel good when I buy crates for the ship, like cannonballs and food and stuff even though you guys have way more money than me because I I legitimately don't know what else I would spend my money on. Yeah, I mean the only thing that I can do differently than you is go to the little pirate legend hideout, which only allows me to buy higher priced cosmetics. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna I say mean, that, yeah. For the most part side you can make some arguments with the very last update. For the most part, they've stuck to their their uh goal or whatever, their mantra of, you know, Everybody is the same, whether you start, uh, you know, today or you started five years ago. You know what I mean? There's no, like, oh, you have the upgraded gun. You have the, you know, the grappling hook that you can only get later. You know, it's... They should, uh... We all have the same tools. It's just how good you are at using them. Right. They should have new players think, start with, like, a shaven face, and then the longer you play, the longer you can grow your beard. Your beard is. So, like, five <laughs> years players have these crazy oh, beards yeah. with, like, dynamite cool. wrapped in them, wrapped up in it. They should yeah. add just add new equipment then and give it to everybody. That'll yeah. be cool. I would, I would like to see like like I said the ecosystem like expanded. Like, what if you handed out like you know how like taxi cabs in New York like there's a limited amount of medallions, and then the, if you buy yeah, a medallion what? you become a taxi. What? I don't know, like something like that. What like, what if they just about? hand handed out like shop medallions? And those people could own shops and and sell things and have access to certain items. I'm pretty you know, like sure there's like like a concept specific to New York City. I, I don't. I've never. Heard <laughs> I, know of, I, I know what you're I've saying. I've never heard of this before uh, in my life. I'm saying you introduce like certain privileges to players. You want people to open like it stores. Could, it, could, it could be at like random. Yeah, stores. just just w- just uh, give incentivize you know interacting with other players other than combat we'll see that in sea of thieves too i'm sure and, and oh, man. it took them, it took them two years to, to add something other than a skeleton uh enemy to the game so <laughs> skeleton with hat <laughs> what did they what are you talking about aren't all the enemies skeletons yeah they had some ghosts oh, and, okay. a few, and some fish men you know yeah. like dead people there's no real people enemies there are no real people. No. They're all sea creatures. They're all either skeletons or ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, they can't justify uh, that. That'd be murder. But honestly, it doesn't really matter because like skeleton ships exist, and that's all I would want out of a real person anyway. Like the land combat sucks enough that I'm 
I, I, I have it doesn't no matter opinion. what's there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're in one. Uh, for sure. All right. So let's see the thieves. I'm, you know, it's a game that I always like playing. Um, and I, it is a game that I think over time just gets better and better. But wow, does it take some time? Yeah. And I, it's like a wine, dude. Just I, I do know. I, I feel like I can't. I, actually, I know I can't say it because I'm a. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm an insider. They, they you're not supposed to talk about it. But I do know it's coming in season eight, and it does look better than than uh, season seven. That's good. Is that that cool shit you were telling us about? I wasn't telling you about anything, dude. Uh, also, uh, so also, in other news. Sorry, what one more thing? I just came to my mind. I know that this is totally just a resource engine thing. Uh, for my taste, I would have preferred the game world twice as large even if they had exactly the same amount of islands i i feel like i want more travel time between islands yeah i think they're really being held back i think i, I can't remember if i read this or seen in a video or something really being By held Xbox back on the fact that yeah they're they're still having you know all these updates or everything that they do in the game has to be you know runnable on the the last generation you know xbox yeah they, they gotta just cut the cord at some point i was just thinking about like Adding more ship stuff to do on the ship, like because right now, I mean, I don't know if you know this, or I mean, it's a good way to indicate how much danger the the servers are capped to five ships. Yeah, you told and me about they'll that. never that's be crazy. more than five, and that's not like a lot. You know what I mean? We we definitely had many a few times at least we were running to multiple people, but partially because the world is so small. But yeah, five is not a lot. Well, part of it's so small, and then there's like a quarter of the world that's you know the the devil. I mean, I don't want to keep talking about this, but the devil's rich, and all the volcanoes are. And people just do not like that area. They hate it, so they just don't go right, there. Right, right. It's like, you know, a fifth of the, the map. concentration of people. It's a dead yeah. zone, yeah. Well, that's just the trading lanes. Yeah. yeah that's all I got, too. Sorry. Uh, that's Sea of Thieves. Check it out. If you dare. Um, I don't. In, in some watching news... Hot off the presses came out today. I expect Flask be better watched. I'm be real upset. Uh, she Hulk, newest. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that. Disney Plus series episode Attorney one came at out law. today. What? That's the name, right? She Hulk Attorney. At what? Law. Uh, she, I thought it was she, just She Hulk. Is she an attorney at law? She's attorney at law, and they only released one episode. Uh, and yeah, it was, no, that, that it was, is the that is the title. Okay, oh. I thought so. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed. It. I mean, it was yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Was the uh, CGI for her bad when she became She Hulk? Nah, as, it as bad as or as bad as it was shown in the trailers and people. Were nah, everybody's just taking like still screenshots. It looked fine. Is it like at all <laughs> a comedy? Yeah, I think the yeah, point is that no, it's kind of. Right? So I didn't know this. I did a little watching about She Hulk. She's kind of like a. Almost like a Deadpool before Deadpool. She was a character to break like the fourth wall, you know, before Deadpool was doing yeah. it. Not like the first in character her 80s to run. do it. But yeah. They, they played into that. So, so it was she, like, she she is a, a more comical character. So is the potential poking at Harvey Birdman uh, intentional or is that just re re reusing that phrase? Oh, I didn't use it. No, no, I'm, I'm saying like about. the show... I'm saying the show is literally called She-Hulk Attorney of Law. The first thing I thought oh, was Harvey well, Birdman Attorney oh. of Law. Okay. I don't know. If I feel like well, Harvey Birdman is, is a parody on a genre in the first place, right? right? Yeah. I, so I'm like just that whole law 
Attorney just pointing law. out the fact that that phrase appears in both titles and was asking if they're connected. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't make way. that connection at all. Uh, it would be funny if they made reference to that show, though. But it, it is you know. more on the the, you know, the comical side. Uh, episode one, kind of just, I don't know how many, I think it's supposed to be longer than the average uh, Disney Plus series, just like six to eight episodes. This one might be like 12. Or maybe even longer, I don't know. Anyway, so episode one kind of serves as an origin episode. Um, and yeah, it was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. The the spoilers. The Hulk was in it. The normal Hulk. What? Yeah, he's in it. And uh, I mean, that's. I don't have much more to say about it. It was only one episode. Yeah, I'm kind of like hesitantly looking forward to it because I uh I think uh, Tatiana Maslany is a talented actress. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's who's playing Chiel. Uh, yeah, I had no problem with the actress. Thought she was a good, good shield. Uh, I know you guys are gonna check it out, but for Flash, my main guy, <laughs> you know, to check it out. Of course. Right on. None of you got anything to say about that. Y'all got something to say about the other thing, but not about is, um, this. All right. Is, um, I haven't watched like any of the the Marvel shows. This one, I don't know. I, I thought it looked, dude. I thought it looked really bad from the, the CGI and shit. So I was a little nervous, or not nervous. I wasn't gonna watch it, but you know what I mean. I, I was not skeptical. Watch that would, it. That would be good. It's not for me. Is um is what's his foot in the show? Wingfoot. What's his foot? Yeah, Wingfoot, oh. some Wingfoot, something like that. Hulk? No, never mind then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe it'll appear later or not at all. This is, uh, like I said, episode one is an origin episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's that She-Hulk. Cool. That first episode, thumbs, some, thumbs up. All right. Uh, in other hero news, I've, I've uh, scammed all my friends into re-downloading the oh. 2004 hit. City of Heroes. Oh, oh, can, you, can you take my sign and can you make it three I, times as loud? I kind of blocked out that you did. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, we're not stopping, all right? We're going all the way this are time. We, are we're we going going all... a, they're going to 30 this time, bro. No, I'm already you... past 30, you oh, chump. shit, dude. John, I just, I'm just going to ask before you get into it. Are you going to regale the listeners with the tale of the most disgusting hero on the streets? I uh, will talk. I mean, I don't know. If it comes up, it comes up. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, 2000, I think 2004, 2004, 2005, uh, MMO City of Heroes went on to like 2012-ish, and then it shut down, but now there are, there are private servers, and uh, we we had played before in the past, but we're not, we have the, the cycle of playing to like level, like, you know, 15, uh, 20 at the very most. Which is like a like a day and a half worth of plane, or like a yeah, like a like a solid day's worth of plane, and then just started new characters. And we've done this many times, but this time we've got focus. We've got we've got some people dedicated. We're taking our characters to the max level, uh, which I I've done on the expansion City Villains. I had one character. I I got to fifty. I've never done it on the hero side. We're doing on the hero side right now, and we're doing you know when I was, it came out in two thousand four. I was what i was like 12 13 something like that i don't know pretty young um so a lot of the content that you needed like a group for i just missed out on because i didn't i didn't have any other friends who were playing mm-hmm. i was scared of adults you know so i just did a lot of solo stuff so now 
I'm doing, uh, you know, like the the raids, you know, because we've got enough people, and I'm having I'm having a lot of fun. And let me tell you, this game I've played uh, World of of Lamecraft. You know, you're so dumb. It's I played not even I fun. played it. I played the original when it came out. I played Classic when it came out again, and it's just not very great. Just you know play Final Fantasy with me then. You don't need to play your spandex really dress-up game with fucking shit McGee and appendicitis or whatever their names are. <laughs> I'm sure those are all already taken names. Uh, but yeah, I'm having a great time. We got all our crazy heroes. You know, you guys I always. I will say I'm slightly jealous because every time I hear you guys talking about it, I see that I don't like that game. Just you guys have too much fun. I don't know what your problem is with the game, dude. It's classic MMO, dude. dude. I don't, I don't know what it is either. I and you would think that would be my thing. I'd be like instantly, boom, on it. But dude, I played City Heroes once. I was like, ah, oh, this ain't for me, dog. For me, it's like I love that game, and I have a real soft spot, soft spot for it, and have since I, you know, first heard, first tried it. But uh, I don't know. I I can't like I have a hard time sticking with these experiences that you've talked about, like the multiple times we tried it just because like i feel like i'm sort of getting dragged along in like boring mmo combat like at the end of the day that's what it is that it's just like going through hallways and killing groups of enemies yeah uh, and but i love all the so- stuff surrounding that like the context of the superhero shit yeah making characters and being characters and stuff like that being a team well this is sort of a problem with the game and i have found kind of more enjoyment playing solo that, you know, a lot of these, you know, in between going to these corridors, you know, you, know, you have to kind of read, like, the mission log or, like, the contact that you're talking to. Hmm. You do have kind of, like, fun storylines that, like, kind of evolve as you're leveling up, you know what I mean? Like, something you actually do do in an earlier mission, like, I, it was crazy, I freed, I was just doing this with, like, random mission chain for this contact, right, I ended up freeing an AI called, like, uh, AI number six or something, and, and freedom to the internet, because this... Uh, group called the cray like a faction in the game we're gonna destroy him and then like 10 levels later i got a mission where um this reporter got like kidnapped and uh his location got like leaked and at the end of the mission you find out that an ai called ai number six leaked like the you know the information uh but it's like a shame when you're playing like multiplayer or whatever i think like only the the leader or whoever's mission it is gets to read that stuff Oh, but like for everyone else who are just running, you know, the building to building, just doing random MMO contacts, so it can be kind of lame. I feel like uh, even if even if I could read it, I'd feel kind of hurried, like rushed, to not really oh, see, delve no, into I don't the feel lore. Like that. I'll, I'll tell them. I'll fucking. <laughs> I'll say, hey, you guys can go to the mission. I'm reading this. Hold on. <laughs> you know, I don't mind doing that at all. And then you uh, enter the building, and there's just like a trail of corpses. <laughs> hey man, if they can do it without me, good on them. They mm. they need Aqua Kang. My power is too great. Yeah. So what are the what are the heroes? Uh, so we have me, Alpha Kang. I have a complete mastery over water and ice. You know how it is. Uh, I you know I could probably do all this myself. I just bring my crew on with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Zach, who's like uh like an Earth guy. He can like summon boulders and meteors and you know suck people up into the earth. Um, we have uh, Dustin, who is Mister Intestines. I, I still don't know what uh, what he is to be honest. Is it, you don't know what he does. Gi- he's a giant purple guy with a sword. I guess that's his superpower. So not human. And he just uh, I that's the thing. All you his intestines your, are inflamed. You get to pick your origin. 
when you are making your character. I think he's like science or something. So <laughs> go figure. He just picked unknown. Know. Yeah. Uh, we have Alex. I don't. I forget what his name is. It's something funky. He's a radiation melee. He's a. He's a. Ca- uh, fuck. Colonel Carnage. No, no, no. He's got a different guy. It's like Monsieur. Uh, some. It's Monsieur something. <laughs> But yeah, he's got radiation <laughs> melee, he punches people and gives them cancer, I guess. Oh my wow. god. Yeah, meta- metastasization up. or something. Yeah. We have uh, Kyle, who is uh, the commandant, something commandant. It's like an old guy with like a staff, and he's got some kind of sort of crazy. The funnest part is the costume creation. The old man with oh, a yeah. staff, and he's got this crazy implant on his spine. Uh, and then we have the, the heart and soul of our team, Kurt. Uh, whose name is Septic Two? I don't know where, where the two came from. I don't know where Septic One is. Sequel. That's a that's a video, right? Septic Two. No, uh, a, we we don't know what you're talking. Don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, he is uh, according to him and his character, he is a a, a living pile of shit, or an amalgamation <laughs> of piles of shit. Uh, his character is brown and has like brown water like constantly coming off of it. <laughs> I want to be disgusting. the I want to be the J Jonah Jameson deceptic too. He is a uh, menace worry, dude, and needs to be stopped. Pictures, Spider Man. Pictures of shit. Your uh, pictures are shit, Peter. Yeah, yeah, we had fun. We even got in some some missions that had like cutscenes, which is cool. You don't see very often. We had a fight. We did like a big like, called like a task force. It was a raid. And at the end of it, you had to, we had to fight like. Uh, shadow versions of our own characters like they were just our characters with like a palette swap but they were all black oh god and, uh, septic three zach i think yeah. he said didn't zach say he's beat the shit out of him or some one of no, one mr of intestines got the god the fucking got, shit the, kicked out of i took out like three of them including <laughs> my own they were no veto were septic uh, black that's so fun septic black yeah, yeah. punish septic <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun playing that, and hopefully we stick with it. I'm, I mean, even if we don't stick, they don't stick with it. I'm getting my guide. Fifty is, I believe, the max level, or it was when I originally played the game. I have a guy who's thirty. What is five um, right now? What is that game's end? I mean, how, what does that game's uh, end game content uh, look like? Like, what is it? I mean, originally when the game was out, uh, you know, you're. They don't have gear in the sense of like, oh, you're putting on a helmet or boots. They have what's called enhanced gear store, or and you you just like there are different slots in specific powers, and it's like, oh, you can have uh, better accuracy or better damage. Uh. And uh, usually, the end game would be doing raids to unlock like uh, you know those basically better gear. You you want the the max gear. So if it's on, uh, yeah, all right, I get what you're saying. I mean, basically, so you're basically stuff, just you upgrading gear, your style. Uh, there's there's different badges you can do. I don't know if there's like an equivalent to that. Just like, you know, oh, I've I've done this or whatever. Or I've you know beaten you know this raid in under like two hours. Just different. Oh, combinations. that's cool. Well, so this is when the game was originally out, or you know, or even even there were certain costume pieces you can only do if you did like the end game raids or whatever. What the fuck did World of Warcraft steal all their fucking ideas from City of Heroes? Well, it was right on the same time. I think it was probably all stolen from like EverQuest or something. <laughs> yeah. But now with the private server, uh, it's much more casual, friendly, and streamlined. Like you know, all the costume pieces are unlocked. Uh, the enchantments are much easier to get. Uh, I mean, the end game is just doing the content pretty much. Uh, you know, just to see it. I'm like, oh, you, I cool. uh, 
I kept hearing you guys say something about a pay-to-win uh, guy. Was that originally in the game that it was pay-to-win? Or is that uh, like... So that wasn't in the game when I played it in like 2004-ish, but I'm sure later... Or much oh, later I, I don't know, know if like... it was like something like the private server guys like made. Well, like, yeah, oh, well I mean, I, I'm sure it was probably... Actually, I don't know. I, I know you can give them... So when you go to them now, you can, you can uh, get like temporary powers or different stuff by paying like the in-game like infamy um and sometimes with things called merits and the merits you got by running like the the raids again there's another reason to do them um that was way after my time actually playing the game when it was real i don't know if they were in there actually for for money or if it was just the same thing with probably steeper prices can't stop till you kill lord recluse yeah we'll get to him We'll get to him. Aren't uh, I wish you the best? Aren't, Go ahead, Flask. Aren't the Statesman and Lord Recluse like brothers in the lore? <laughs> aren't they connected? I don't know if they're brothers, but they got their power from the same like oh, uh, right. magic well of water. Okay, I knew they were connected. It's called like the Well of Furies or something. And yeah, they both drank from it. It's like one of the task force. You can do a level fifty. I've never done it, but I've heard about it. Ooh, heard tale. All right, so that's it for me. I feel like I've taken up enough time. Oh, that's it for you? All right. That's it. Just I was expecting one other thing. Yeah, for some reason I had another whoa, whoa, thing I was what expecting. Else? I don't know I why. I thought you were going to be talking about, you're going to talk about Cult of the Lamb? I didn't play it. That was Zach. Zach's hey. the one who's been going crazy with it. I thought John also played it. My bad. Bro. Are you thinking of your roundtable video? Because I'm sure you're going to bring it up. I was gonna bring it up, but I, I, I really did think John, John. <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking of myself. Just, uh, I'm just calling this hero. Oh, funny you should mention it, Andy. I guess, yeah, I guess I did play that. Greg, do you think you could do a roundtable on ten to fifteen, or should we go ahead and go to break? Probably not. We should go to break. All right. Anybody else got a bite? I am gonna, I, I did want to talk about One Piece with John. I got a decent roundtable. I think. Let's let's break. All right, everybody gather around. All right. Three. Everybody two, hands in. Three, two, one. Two, two, one. Break, broken campfire. Oh, oh, my hand. I broke my hand. Vito, Vito I'm glad that me and you arrived at the oh, same thought at the it. same time on that yeah. one. <laughs> we should have called something out. Everybody say Septic 2 on three. three I don't, don't want to invoke his name. Septic 2. I want to make a character. I don't know if I want to play the game. Yeah, that's the only part of that thing that sounds interesting <laughs> is making all the fancy characters. Well, that's that's yeah. that's the meme of that game is that everybody loves making yeah. characters, but we never get past the tutorial. That's what the problem was for our Champions Online. Is I love. <laughs> I'm not even thinking of that one. I played one of those games like three times. But I haven't played both of them. I can't remember which one. Uh, if it ended with us going into a club, that was uh. <laughs> Champions Online. I mean, the one I remember is us going into a club as like the Ginyu Force and yeah, the Ginyu people. Force. Harai- was, basically, yeah, Champions Online. <laughs> yeah. I think I played Champions. Like the, the Watcher. <laughs> the Watcher is always watching. Like Uatu, the Watcher. Yeah, I don't know. Kurt just made this guy called the Watcher, and he would just oh, constantly right. scream at people, telling them he was watching them. Okay. You're interrupting our role play. I heard there is an RP server for City of Heroes. Oh, now you're tempting, mate. 
Yeah, I had the I uh, whenever I play, of course. I had the the comics for a while. <laughs> I was younger. I got the I was subscribed to the City of Heroes comic books. They weren't that good. They were a tie-in <laughs> comic. They had nothing in them about Septic Two or Septic One. So I'm not sure where that comes from. They're afraid. They don't want to show you that. What are the aliens called? The, the aliens who invaded in the Rickty. Rickty. I was I was thinking like the Rachni, but then I was like, that's massive. The Gromulons? The Rickty. The Rickety Rickties. The Rickety Crickets. Alright. Two other points about Oblivion I'll just throw in here. One. No. The idea that I could open my map and fast travel to a location actually is not a bad idea at all. But I should have to travel to that location first. You should have to visit a location and then instant fast travel to it, in my opinion. Like in the film Jumper, starring Hayden Christensen. Fast travel in itself is not evil. No. Two. Uh, I think level scaling kind of encouraged bad gameplay design. You know what I mean? Because in Morrowind, I could tell just by looking at how fucking weird a character was that they were way above my level. <laughs> Dude, like you ugly ascent- as fuck. How powerful are you? I'll post a picture. Like, on level one or two, if I'm just roaming about and I someone in an area that's maybe above my level and I, and I see this guy... I know I'm. I know I gotta watch it. <laughs> oh shit! That's an ugly motherfucker. Yo, you from Star Wars? Yeah, it'd be weird if that guy was a pushover. But like, what I was saying with like Oblivion's level scaling, uh, you know, you can't really tell just by looking at a thing if it's gonna be well above your level. I mean, the the actual like enemies change right as the level scaling goes up. So you actually encounter like like stronger categories of enemies, right? I think new kinds of enemies can spawn, but the yeah. old enemies still spawn. Okay. I don't think it totally changes the bin of enemies that spawn. I don't think at max level you no longer see wolves or something, for example. Okay. But again, you know, I, that's one of the many mods I have as well, is that it uh, changes creature spawns and creature stats and leveling. So, oh, because I okay, that. that may be a change actually. Because I feel like I remember lower class enemies being replaced by higher class, so that it's like when you're high level, it's just change. It's like weirdly changes, alters the landscape of what creatures are alive in the world. <laughs> like, I don't think that's the case, uh, at least in my experience so far. Hmm. Not not with this set of modules. Welcome back, everybody. Greg, I heard hey. you got a whale of a tale for us tonight. Hey, what I the have fuck? a whale of a tale. I'm going to start from the shitty stuff, and I'm going to get to the good stuff at the end. All right. Uh, I can't so wait for with, shitty stuff first. So we're starting with One Piece. No, we're actually going to start oh, with the, the movie I, I watched. Uh, it's Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> that's right. I remembered that I watched this movie, you know. I didn't uh, even remember that I was. I have, so I have a note for last week. I wrote, I wrote like a, only a little bit down, but I only wrote one thing for Jurassic World, and it was, whoa, the dinosaurs always look cool. I hate Chris Pratt, though, and everything else sucks. So, you know. 
fair. That was my that was the movie, man. I don't know. It right? was two it was two hours thirty five minutes, I think, for the runtime. I oh, couldn't that, that is that, that is the know? worst part about it. And uh yeah. it was cool up until they got to this one part. They were like, there was cool parts in that movie. There were cool scenes. Like, uh, they have this whole like black market thing where they were trading dinosaurs off and shit. That that was cool. The coolest uh, parts were just like the dinosaurs, and I haven't followed the series, but the hey. dinosaurs are in the world, and it's like the parts where we're just seeing what it would be like to live like in, in yeah, live dude, in a world that shit where there's was dinosaurs. Cool. That was the beginning yeah. of the movie, and then it immediately became about uh. Chris Pratt saving his clone daughter or some shit. See, what you're, just, what you're describing is like the promise of the previous film's ending. And so people were like, at least we'll get that in the next movie. But of course, there was only a little bit of that. And most that of it was, it was only a little bit. Did not deserve to be the uh, longest Jurassic Park movie no. in the but series. But do you want to hear something is really? crazy? The is they release, I, I think, they released the other day or a few days ago, they released oh, another version or they're releasing another version, and it has more scenes in it. It's got a extra longer minutes. What the you, did you, did fuck? Did you played it all wrong. How guys. many more minutes? It would have solved fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen extra minutes. What, yeah. dude? What could they have done in fourteen minutes that they were like, you know what? We just can't fit this. I'm in telling the movie. you, this Every, everything else needs to go in, but this cannot be in his movie this yeah. would be too this would be too far even better the, di- the director is out there saying that th- it's actually uh the original vision for the film it's not a director's <laughs> cut oh but yeah that movie wasn't that great uh i mean the dinosaurs were cool and you know i like dinosaurs but everything else sucked i liked seeing uh you know uh what's his face and what's her face from the first uh movie you know their first faces. set of movies Bryce Dallas something. I do something. not remember their names. I just no. Uh, I don't I Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and, and El- Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, coming back. Yeah. Oh, Jeff oh with the original one. cast. Yeah, the original yeah. cast. It was cool to see. I don't give a fuck about Chris Pratt, dude. Come on now, Vito. The extended audition will be two hours and forty minutes long. Crazy, Excellent. insane. Ah, uh, but yeah, whatever. That's Jurassic World. Don't watch it. Uh, until the next, next yeah, that was uh, no, I'm gonna say because one piece is good, I'll save it for the end. Uh, yeah. the next thing is uh, I bought because it was twenty dollars on sale. I bought Far Cry Six. Uh, isn't that on Game Pass? I got. Uh, is it on Game Pass? I think five Far is on five Game is on Game Pass. Pass. Oh, oh so you said six. Yeah, okay. yeah, this six. is the one with uh. George, uh, John, John, John Carlo, Carlo. yeah, yeah, he's uh like the, one of the main, he's the main bad guy. George uh, Corlo, I, it's just another Far Cry game. It's whatever, dude. Um, I got it because I was like, oh, dude, these games, I, I like these. I like the last one. I played it with Kurt. It was cool. Five. Uh this one was whatever. Uh, I haven't beaten it. I'm probably not going to beat it. I haven't even really done the main mission. Uh, the only thing I did was uh, I did the t- main tutorial area, like island. And then they gave you a bunch of missions and I found a side mission. And it was a Stranger Things crossover mission. So I went and did that. <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So you find out, like you hear about, you get them called and it's like, hey, uh, some guys went missing with C4. They're, uh, we heard some Russian speak. Uh, can you go check it out? 
And you go over there and you uh find this whole you like this girl talks to you through your mind. It's like some Russian lady. And uh she's like, Oh, meet me at this bunker. You go to the bunker and it's like filled with Russians and you get attacked by a demogorgon and uh he wow. kidnaps your dog. Isn't that that's kind of cool. fucking immersion breaking? It sounds cool. So yeah, but no, that's not the crazy. So then you're basically in this uh this uh bunker and then you go to the upside down, which was which was fucking cr actually really cool. Uh because that big ass spider monster was just sitting there watching me in like the background, which was really cool. Um you sneak through this whole area, you get your dog back, and then the demo gorgon shows up. But uh the shitty part, and here's where the shit really came in. Uh you couldn't kill the Demogorgon. It was invincible. Uh, they immediately start saying, You can't beat it. Run. Just get out of here. And I was like, Fuck. I fuck. No, I can't beat it. I just started blasting it with my, this, uh, fire shotgun they gave me. Not just, <laughs> just invincible. Doesn't matter. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so they That's just. That's so cool that they included that, though. Yeah, dude. I, it was cool very mission. surprising. It was, uh, very cool. Uh, don't give a fuck about anything else. I literally beat that. I was like, I think I got my $20 worth, and I haven't touched it since, man. I don't sorry. think I mentioned this on the podcast, but I did try out Far Cry 5 on Game Pass when it came. Maybe it's just fun and multiplayer. It's fun co fun co-op game, but I'm not, a. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, what, it's just whatever. Yeah. It's too formulaic, and yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're all above that kind they gotta, of. They gotta break the point. mold, make something fresh and new, not Far Cry. It's literally Far. That's what it feels like. It feels like Far Cry three, uh, and four and five. They should go back to one where it's like mutants. No, they should go back to two where they just dumped you in uh, Africa and were like, "You need to take this malaria medicine every uh, couple hours, or you're gonna die." Have fun. I don't want to go back to Far Cry two. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I make love me. The multiplayer was so much fun, dude. The weapon uh, yeah, fucking degradation, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, that was fucking... Dude, a weapon just exploding in your hand? That shit was cool. I really liked the uh, the map editor. Map editor game. was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Far Cry, whatever. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about... I was a little excited to talk about this. Um, so, Fortnite had a dra had a, is having its Dragon Ball event right now. Uh, me and Kurt... Have uh, we went uh yesterday and we played or was it the day before I think we uh basically played Fortnite uh we played a few games uh now I'm gonna tell you guys our first game and you're gonna think uh, it's you, just tell me what if you think it sounds like a fever dream all right so we started the game uh setting up our controls and everything I'm playing the Xenomorph a Xenomorph Kurt was playing Vegeta. Uh, we took the battle bus and we flew to Kami's house. Uh, to Kami's house. <laughs> uh, after we uh, met up and got everything, we uh, collected our weapons. We uh, started adventuring. We didn't really find anybody. Uh, we found a few. We found we were supposed to hunt. Uh, we basically found like a mission table thing. We accepted it, and we had to fight Doctor Strange. He was our versus target. So oh, me and Kurt had to go find Doctor Strange, and we had to kill him. While we were it sounds like a VR no, chat. No, hold on, hold on, experience. hold on, Matanya, Vito. So I, we were almost about to fight him. Right as we got to him, Sasuke pincered us. Oh, and shit. And Kamehameha us. And he was able to kill me. I think he beat Chidori. No, no, no. He, he flew up in the air and he Kamehameha <laughs> Oh, no. He's learned how to manipulate but, key. <laughs> so, yeah, but he, that, so he got me with that. 
And then he ended up turning to Kurt and killing him with Darth Vader's lightsaber, which was oh, pretty crazy. God, and the Force. <laughs> it can't be. So we were like, what the fuck, dude? That was crazy. So our next game and proceeding the few games after that, uh, we would just scramble around, look for uh, the Dragon Ball powers and the lightsaber and all that shit. And we would just rip through games of kids. It was so much fun, dude. I... It was like a fucking fever dream the entire time I was playing it. Uh, I think uh, like Zach and a few people started watching me at some point. And they were just... It was just crazy. It was like something like... If you had, if you told me when I was a kid to make up a video game, and I, it would have probably been like Fortnite. Like, yeah, I want to be a, a Xenomorph flying a Nimbus cloud with Vegeta, and we go to fight uh pirates on a or we go fight on a pirate ship uh, we gamer. fight darth vader and batman or some shit Same. like that i have a ton of respect for fortnite for all the reasons that you're you're talking about dude and yet I, i'll probably like, never play it but I, I, not because i think it's it is a it's a kid it's a kid or, or whatever it's all it's pretty fucking fun i can't even like deny that and i think it's super interesting that they have like all these uh crazy guest characters I know uh, the only way I'm going to get John is it when they get the inevitable uh, One Piece crossover, which I think will happen. I will not play. You see, he had a stop. He's like, well, <laughs> he'll play. I will watch my friends play. It'll be cool. Can you collect uh, the Dragon be- Balls? Uh, you can. There are actually missions, and you collect the Dragon Balls. And if you collect them all, you get a uh, Shenron as a uh, a glider. Oh. Uh, Okay. Yeah, he's reduced to I, a mouse. That's a little depressing. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, there is a, one of my favorite things about this though is all the memes I see on fucking like Twitter, uh, of just like Vegeta, like I don't need a man who or uh, some just all these stupid shit, like all these uh, memes, memeing like Fortnite with Dragon Ball quotes or just all the character mixed together. It's really really funny, dude. I love it. Fortnite is endless comedy to me, just because of how fucking insane it is. That's Fortnite, uh, everybody. Right. Fortnite. We'll, we'll play it. We're gonna play it soon. I love Fortnite. And now to what I really like to play, dude. I bought a very good game. It's called The Mortuary Assistant. Oh yeah. You know, saw me play a little bit. I watched you play some. Uh, yes. So this game is you are you're working in a morgue. Uh, you have to basically uh, embalm and uh, fix up three dead bodies and have them all set up all while you're being uh, possessed by a demon and it is haunting you and trying to uh, like take your body over and kill you. And it uh, tries to like fuck with you and scare you in a bunch of different ways. And you have to find out which of the three bodies is the original demon's body. You have to find out his the demon's name and you have to put the demon's name on this mark or like this uh this like stone circle thing. And you have to put that on the demon's body and you have to burn the demon to uh send it back to hell. Look, I just Yeah, the game looked pretty neat. It was game, like a single player phasmo. Yeah, that vibes. is a good way I can could kind of describe it. It's like a single player phasmo where uh I have I have like I think three or four games in I'm throwing three or four games in, and they've been pretty different. Uh, like th- through each one, I think on like my second playthrough, 
Uh, I was stalked by my grandma like 90% of the game, and it was really uh, oh, kind of terrifying. Your in the game. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, she was just like high. Like, there were points where she Tony would just Hawk be like scanning technology. outside, uh, like <laughs> out the window, like, please let your grandma in. It's so cold out here. And I'm like, what the grandma? I'm Dude, trying to work. I would have been like, please, why wouldn't that? you let her in? Uh, because it's the demon actually possessing me, and oh. I, I, I think, uh, like, Flash, Vito, you see, when you guys were watching me, you saw, like, uh, things that I didn't see, or I didn't notice, like, uh, the corner creepers, yeah, there's like, in the corner some creepy, shit. definitely some creepy shit, and I think, because that game is, from what I've read about it, and watch you play, it's very scripted, but that is does it? allow uh, it, uh, I, I think maybe there's some randomness, but I, I think a lot of it's very scripted, but it does allow it to be scary because some of the, the scares are pretty on. Uh, I will I say I got a really there. There was one very good scare for me uh, and it got like on my one of my uh, biggest fears is you it teleports to you or it, like brought me to a room uh, and it wanted me to collect a bunch of uh stuff to basically uh do drugs or like do heroin or something hell yeah and uh you go to do it and uh you sit down and all of a sudden something starts rising out of the bathtub across from you and it's this fucking crazy looking woman and she just starts climbing out of the bathtub and screams at you and she starts chasing you and that i i think i like recorded it and a flash was heard me but i scared the fuck out of me dude it was Terrifying. A little is bit your, higher intensity one of your, than The Shining. One a big fear. I don't like uh the like things run, running at me. Oh, like uh, <laughs> you're afraid of the bathtub. Don't like run if at me. like if a big thing. Uh, you ever watch Mama? Uh, it was like a uh, old horror movie, like from a few years back. Yeah, there's uh, a real. I know what it is. Yeah, there's a scene in there where uh she's like across the hallway and she's really fast and unnaturally sprints to the camera really fast. I hate that shit. I hate I've things that are standing the at the end of the hallway and like run towards you. I do not like that. I don't know what it is. It just scares the fuck out of me. Next time but, we hang out, I know what to do. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, true. <laughs> so I'm going to snap I'm gonna my elbows backwards. You're going yeah. you're, you're to crack your body into different shapes and fucking yeah. run you gotta at You got to use their momentum probably, against them. That'll spook me. Oh, but yeah, dude, I highly recommend that game. That is a very good one. So after you beat there, so you were telling me there's like four or there's five. There's like there's five endings. different endings. Yeah, I have. And that's uh, kind of it. After you do that, I think so. Yeah, I have three ones. I have three endings. I don't know how to get the other ones. I might look them up to see what I have to do to get them. But uh, I think you're just able to keep playing. I I I have fun uh, starting the game up and trying to figure out which demon is possessing it. I think that's just kind of fun. But that's where like the Phasma stuff comes in, where you try to find out what ghosts you're being haunted by and whatnot. And that game's only like twenty five bucks or something like that, right? Yeah, twenty five dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. I, I I liked watching you play. It seemed seemed neat. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, that's more choices in it. My next game is uh Spud Man, Spider Man, Marvel oh, Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, that Spider-Man. game came out on the PC, PC a, port. like a week yeah. ago. Uh, it, I bought it. It was like, I bought it for like 50 bucks on sale. It's really damn good, dude. I mean, I played it on the PS4, but, uh, right, okay. you know, uh, Sony once again proving that all these on up, that, uh, you know, they're good at optimizing you just port the it, game. You buy it twice. 
well, yeah, that too. too. Yeah. Oh, uh, this game super well optimized, dude. I'm playing it 4K. All my graphic settings are at high. I'm getting smooth 60 frames. It looks fucking great. It's crazy, dude. Meanwhile, I can't get half of like these fucking games that I buy to run 30 frames in like 1440. It's crazy. But yeah, Sony blew it out of the park with how good this game was optimized. And it's fun to say, and it's still a fun fucking Spider-Man game. It's you know, I've said it before, I willed it into existence to become the PC. Good game. Yeah, I will did not do pay that. full price for it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Right. Same here. I did, I did not play that much of it on the PlayStation. I got a little bored. Um, I thought it was cool, but again, this is like one of those games that follows that open world formula. Um, but... I'm glad that you mentioned that though, because I didn't think about how it might be optimized for the PC. That'd be fun because I remember the graphics and the game looking really good on the on the PlayStation. If it, it was on sale, I, I if it goes on sale, I might pick it up and and. Give I would say try. yeah, pick it up on sale, totally worth it. Uh, I thought it had the I don't know why for some reason I thought it had the Miles Morales uh, DLC, but it doesn't, which kind of mm. sucks. Cause I, I think they're wanna, supposed to I, come out next year. If I oh. I was excited because I mean I want to play that. I just don't, you know, own a PS5, so I can't one, yeah. play it. Yeah, you'll, you'll pay for that, bud. Yeah, I think there's I already a mod where you can uh, you can play as like Kingpin or Stan Lee. Oh uh, yeah, you can play as Stan Lee. <laughs> I saw that. I actually looked on the Nexus because I wanted to see like what cool suits they had. Uh, was, someone made a reshader and it makes everything look like a Spider-Man, uh, like one or two, like how. Like, you know how, like, his suit has, like, that weird shiny effect to it? Oh, like the, right, the raised yeah, yeah. webbing yeah. on his yeah, suit? Yeah, so... It, metallic. He, that's one of the suits, which I think is funny. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm interested down the line. Like, give it a few months. I want to see what people make uh, for this game, like, suit-wise and shit. I think some of them will be uh, very funny. Yeah, I don't think it has an official date, but I think it's just later on this year. Alice Morales is supposed to come to PC. Oh, well, that's cool. I'll probably actually I'm finish like, it then. <laughs> I, for some reason, I, 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 I mean, I thought that Miles Morales was already included with this thing. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what yeah, I said. Yeah, that's what I was it would seem Narp. like the yeah. But no, I mean the other the uh, Catwoman DLCs and all that shit that's in there, so I can find I can play that, which is cool because I didn't play that on the yeah, PS4. There are three DLCs. Yeah. Yep. Uh but yeah, dude. Moving up the list. I mean, fun, fun shit. So, Miles Morales, like, do, do you guys think that, like, are they going to release Miles Morales? I mean, obviously nobody knows, but do you think they'll release it as a full price game? Surely they can't do that. Uh, I don't think it was a full price game to. It was like forty dollars against the sixty. I think it was forty bucks. Yeah. I bet they'll release it at forty bucks. Man, I wouldn't that's... be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be and surprised. And maybe, maybe, and I, I'm, I'm feeling crazy here. Maybe a, like a five dollars off if you already own Spider Man or something. Whoa, I don't see that. I mean, but they, I do see the forty. They release Spider Man for sixty bucks. They're gonna release Miles Morales at full price too. I'm yeah, but I'm saying maybe if you buy both of them, they'll like give you some sort of like. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. You know. But I, guess I, I can also I see I him think... saying, uh, <laughs> no, Brian, you will pay full price. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah you're going to pay 70 for that, bud. Isn't that kind of like a $15 DLC, kind of? No, it's a whole I didn't play it, but thing. I heard it is was good. 
but I don't yeah. know how much content. I heard it's bussing for real, for real. It's like a whole expansion game. It's it's definitely not like just a DLC, uh, like uh, campaign thingy. I guess I just don't know what that means. Like, if it does it add to the world, like new areas to explore. That kind it's of a thing? Whole, no, no, no. It's a whole new game. Like, like you're playing a new character and you start a whole new, new story. New powers. Yeah. Okay. Same map is what he's asking, I guess. Well, I mean, it's map. New York. Well, it's yeah, New York still. <laughs> but uh, okay. with changes. I mean, you don't really need another map. You know, it's New York City. I mean, what else do you need? You don't need anything else. You don't need anything else. You don't need anything else. All right. Oh, but yeah, that's Spider-Man. And now on to the biggest, best part of this fucking thing. Hell yeah. The One ride. piece, baby. One no, piece. Andy, Andy, we haven't played enough of that. We have to play that this weekend so we can talk about that. That's I, enough of your silliness. Yeah, we haven't played that. It didn't even sound like great when you were playing it, all right? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to cut right. in front of everybody. Most of the that. issues were either my fault or the game just bugging out. So, whatever. But Greg, all right, one, one piece, piece, baby. Uh, I'm in. I'm on episode 583. I'm in punk. I'm on Punk Hazard, the oh, island, gosh, everybody. Gosh. Um, I so I did hold off. I I just started. I really just started watching One Piece again today. I should say that I haven't watched it in like three or four days. I've been slowing down because I've been doing other stuff, and I've just been like exhausted by like seven or eight o'clock, and I just go to bed. Um. But John, I wanted to talk to you because I finished Fishman Island. And dude, that arc kind of sucked. It was a little long. It was it a little suck. too it long. It was just like not great. Uh, it, all right. It wasn't good. It, everything else was like this. Uh, this arc already is pretty cool. Oh, dude, the arc's pretty solid. Punk Cause, Yeah, because uh, I mean, I could spoil it because no one here is going to ever watch it. Uh, but Spoilers for One Piece until one twenty three twenty three. Like uh Zoro just fucking killed a dragon and uh I found there's like this like I found I just found out why Punk Hazard is like that. Because that's the island uh Aokiji and uh Akainu uh fought on. Oh, big fight, yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's cool. I was like, oh fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, you get a lot of cool characters in Punk Hazard. Fishman Island went a little too long. The villain was lamer than hell. Dude, Horty Jones. Listen, everybody, look up Horty Jones. He sucks. He is. Horty Jones looked kind of dumb. He sucks. He looks and dumb. The, uh, and and Vander Decken was an actual. <laughs> Decker Kane was disgusting. I think yeah. he's very funny though. I made him an emote for our Discord, and I'm gonna use him every time B Man says something uh, Coomer like. Because B Man reminds me of Decker Kane, for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was like the but, post uh, power skip. You yeah, see all, like, it was buffs at the end. What it was. Yeah, it was everybody seeing everybody's powers, which was cool, but it didn't need it to be that long. long. Yeah, yes, yeah, it did not need to be that long. Uh, them taking all the steroids and then it, tur- it turning them all super old. That I thought was pretty funny. Man, um, big. I saw Big Mom also. I saw, they they showed her for the first time. Oh, uh, nice. she, she didn't get her sweets. I'm pretty sure she's gonna get like blown up by the king or something like that. Cause uh, there's like a bomb in like a chest, and uh, Neptune just didn't say anything about it, which <laughs> was which is pretty fucked. Um, but yeah, dude, Big Mom looks fucking gross, and uh, I love One Piece. I can't wait to be uh, you know, caught up and watch more. Yeah, Punk Hazard's great. The arc after that is uh. 
really long, actually, long arc to date, but it's uh, it's worth it. It's good. It's also no, another I, good one. Um, how how is any date, human supposed to do what Greg is doing? Uh, do, what do you mean, watch One Piece? Catch up on uh, the One Piece anime in their lifetime. Well, hey, hold on, because, you know, my own little one, well, I've already watched it, but my own little One Piece re-adventure with Knoxville, we are on episode 295. So you'll be done in how All right, many nobody clapped. Okay, so <laughs> I just want to, I listen, I also need to say, I am on episode 583, and I started way before, the, or way after them. Yeah, but you gotta, like, so you're a single man, though, you know what I'm saying? What'd you say? I, you you're just a single. You're just a single guy just watching. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very to, true. Like, I, 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 watch, also, I, I keep. I keep thinking about. Uh, I want to like give Knox a like, hey dude, just tell me what episode of One Piece you're on, and we could watch it without John. Oh, and, dude, like, I see don't if care. I, you guys totally could watch them. I've like I said, I've already seen them. I'm just. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. You know, it's been. I've only watched the series once, so like a lot of stuff I don't remember. I'm like, how, how did they get out of this one? It was kind of fun to watch it. Like as I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember <laughs> what's gonna happen. Uh I mean, you know, it would if you cut a lot of you cut a lot of the episodes out because it's like uh six minutes of either recap, uh, and then the intro, and then you got so you get Oh you, yeah, I, I it, every episode's there. like twenty three minutes and you get about ten minutes of new shit. Yeah. So you but start six just... minutes in. You try to skip the spoiler or the title card because it usually spoils something important. Even just thinking about how you have the amount that you've watched so far to watch still to come, it that hurts my head. <laughs> yeah, he's actually like pretty much at the halfway point. I am yeah. Literally, yeah, I'm like literally halfway. That that hey, you pain. know what? It's all uh, hey, oh, it's all gravy from here, baby. All good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty great, dude. I, I do mean, it's like, good content. Uh, I love it. I love One Piece. I can't stop. I can't stop. We know. But that's I'm, that's I'm glad. that's it, dude. That's that's all I got. That's all you got? All right. That's the one piece. One piece. That's what I'll say. That's the one piece of my mind. I'm one right, piece piece. Flask, I hear you. No, you gotta say you get it. Yeah. We're not skipping until you say you get it. I heard that you had a spool of yarn to spill, Flask. What? Why would I spill the... Oh, it's like a story. Like a tale. Yeah, your spool, your, there's a big spool and you're spilling it. And As from a whale, like Laboon. Like there's a thread. Sure. Like literally a thread. I can, I can thread the needle here. Um, That's not that impressive. Okay, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> okay. sorry. Um, yeah, I saw a Bullet Train starring Brad Pitt. Okay. It's, uh, did, someone, did someone else watch this? Wait, uh, you said oh, you, yeah. Is that, you caught that Bullet Train? Is that yeah, the one yeah, where, where Brad Pitt plays a gun? No, it's the one where he plays a Japan. Oh, right. Uh, oh. Yeah. What did you say, Greg, about you saw it or... No, I want to see it. Okay, yeah. So if you're, are you going to go into spoilers? If you are, no, I want to no. get bunkered. All right. No, all right. no, no. I was just going to say it's a, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. Nice, um, dude. I, it looked cool. It looked, yeah. I looked uh, very good. I thought and so, And I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt at this moment is being, like, reamed out by his ex-wife or something like that. Oh. So 
Give props to my <laughs> man Brad Pitt. I mean, he's oh, good. Yeah, in the I did movie. see that, Greg. He's reached a point in his career where he, like, he already earlier in his career sometimes took those like very non-leading man like weird roles to prove that he's an actor, and he is a good. He's he's good. Um, but he's reached the point in his career now where he can just be like, like kind of that the chill version of the try hard act, not try hard actor, but like the chill version of, of that, what he did earlier. He just makes it just have fun. Yeah. Yes. Effortless kind of fun with his career at this point. Um, it's a solid action comedy. Uh, I describe it as a guy, Richie film meets anime. I'm in. I'm in. Are you back out because of the anime part, or did you not? Hear I that was part? gonna say I'm back out, but I didn't want to be rude. I'd, <laughs> okay, I'm ha- I'm ha- I'm ha- I got one foot in. I see one foot in the door. The train door is closing. Uh, Guy Ritchie yeah. meets anime. No, that I, sounds cool. Not just because it's on a bullet train, just because of like the the mood of everything. Um, Stylistic, stylistically, I mean. yes. Uh, it likes its characters with a capital C, and uh, it really likes setting things up and paying them off in in amusingly intricate ways which is the where the guy ritchie-esque-ness enters in uh so a lot of Chekhov's gun stuff and uh because it's a bullet train right you know i didn't even think of that and uh it also does a thing i always like where the conflicts between characters can change at a moment's notice so like based on the circumstances uh different people team up and stuff like i, I always love that um so yeah worth a watch i'd say sorry for my Hell bad yeah. taste according to rotten tomatoes <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it on the 54 percent yeah. rotten Ugh, i'm we so did, sorry we just did our research on the side and 76 percent audience score. all right i was well, just commenting it seems to be one of those ones that uh the critics critics don't like it audiences do yeah audience have a little bit more Whoa, i can't the, believe the it it's it almost like credits kind of suck nowadays so when i watch it yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have calibrated it and definitely not going to expect a paddington type of experience but okay fair uh something else i watched i watched the sandman on netflix that uh, came out. i still only watched the first episode um oh I, okay no I, I, I did really like it i just haven't uh i, I wanted i wanted to take time the, to it. Uh, i watched the first three episodes oh did you okay there are uh, ten, right? There's ten. Sure, uh, I don't know. I thought the first <laughs> I episode just watched was, it. was a surprisingly good adaptation of um, yeah, how I um, the graphic novel. I don't know if this, did this did the series continue that? Like, was it good? Did it finish out well? It's it's mixed. It adapts a lot right and accurately, but it's it's very mixed for me. Um, I should say before watching, I actually read some of the comic again since it had been years since I had uh, right. since I'd fully read through it. Um, th- I, I only did that not because I'm like a freak, but because I actually did well, plan to do a reread. Well, yeah, I actually did plan to do a reread at some point, but this one kind of snuck up on me and I forgot this show was coming out now. So I was like caught off guard and I was like, oh, I scrambled to read the first 16 issues, which is or two volumes, which is what season one of the show adapts. So I just read that part. Oh, okay. Um, and then after watching the show, I have continued to read the Sandman, reread the Sandman because it's a, an excellent comic book. Um, I, a lot of people will love the show and, and do love it already. I'm not one of the people who loves it, but I think it at best it's good, but most of it is just kind of decent. 
Mm. Um, if that makes sense. And at worst, it's uh, it's padded with like new writing that makes the the texture a bit patchy. I I I could see that with how uh, with how they they were expanding the Corinthians as a character. I think it worked in the first Mm -hmm. episode, but I get it's funny because I think that's that's an example of something that's like I understand why they did that. That and that works to an extent. Talking about okay. Not that is actually one of the better examples of the things that kind of added in. Um, there's all this stuff that, that it, is a little, I, yeah, the stuff they did in the first episode with the Corinthian felt like okay, they have to do this for TV, but actually, this this works like this is plausible, you know right? For, mean? for the sake of like a TV show formula, it kind of makes sense that they do, yeah. No, it, it was totally plausible. Like, oh, yeah, what if mm-hmm. what if uh, the dream was in the middle of doing this when he got caught, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, yeah, it, it does make sense, yeah. So, yeah, um, of course, like with any of these, there's many small unnecessary changes that sort of get under my skin. Um, and overall, I feel like this sense of magic that you get from the comic is rather lost. Um, yeah, I could analyze all sorts of like different reasons that might be, but I, uh, I'm not. I can't really pin down exactly what it is. About the, the art show style is going to be a big part of me. it, right? Like there was something very magical sure. about the way it was drawn. Like I, I really got into, for example, the very early quest in the comic, and I hope it's a plot in the show of Dream getting his artifacts back. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's the first arc. That's yeah. like the whole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the art style is part of it, just because in in the comic panels you can represent kind of like the artful fantasy uh dreamlike sort of environment right. and characters whereas in the show even with cg you were kind of tethered to these people and their mundane appearance and sort of what do, like, you weird can accomplish on screen shit. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't or just like yeah yeah just have fun with the the format or whatever um but I have no doubt that many people who either have or haven't read the comic before will not feel that way. Will, will feel like, oh, there's plenty of magic here, which is all the better for them. You know, I go I, I go people who can just like get some, get that magic from it. Um, but if I said to someone who hasn't seen the show, this is the Sandman, the 2022 streaming version and they like you imagined all those words capitalized i feel like you'd know exactly what the show feels like without having watched it like it is it's the the dream of the comic beholden to reality because it's a tv show um but i um yeah go on oh uh for that negativity i guess i will say that episode 6 is quite a good adaptation of two of the best issues of of the comic. Oh, that's what um, Yeah. Is that the 24 two. hour diner episode that I keep hearing about? No, that's five. Five is also a good episode, but six is the like best episode art. of the season. Um, it's hard to say how much of, of, of six is carried by the, uh, the elegance of the original content, but it certainly does an admirable job of translating all that. Um, Kind of make me want to reread and, volume one and two before I pick it back up. Yeah, it's only it's only sixteen issues, and they yeah, go by fast because it's kind of like sp- sparsely dreamlike. The breakdown, um, I would say, was I struggled with episodes one to four. It was kind of mixed. 
I liked episodes five and six, and I found episodes seven through ten to be kind of a mess. And I think most people will agree that seven to ten are kind of a mess, more so than the first half of the season. That's a shame. Yeah. But it also, okay. to be fair, it's adapting a an arc that people might consider like one of the weaker ones in the comic. Um, though I don't think that that is the direct cause for them not adapting it well. I think there's decisions they made that I definitely would not have made. For the I gotta ask, uh, just <laughs> is John Constantine in the show? <laughs> I I want you to watch the show to get to the point where that question is answered, and then tell me what you think of it. Okay, uh, will do. Because <laughs> you will find out, but I don't want to just say. Very quickly too, I think like episode two. Yeah, it's not it's not far in. So yeah, um, Sandman. What are you gonna say? I don't. I, I was just gonna share my experience. I sure. never I never read the comic, and uh, I really liked the first episode. Uh, the premise was laid out. I thought it was very sick, and I thought it was well done. And then I just fell off. Episode two and three felt really boring and really just like nothing happening. And it, it just felt visually and and um, the writing felt like a CW show. Um, I want <laughs> to I want to keep pushing. That's what I'm saying with the 2022 streaming version that like that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really bother me that much in the first episode. Uh, and the, I don't know. I, I, if you were to ask me what happened in the second and third episode, I couldn't tell you. I feel like nothing happened. Um, but I do want to keep pushing. I keep hearing over and over again, 24-hour diner episode is incredible. Some of the best TV out there. And also I'm hearing that it's like the best possible adaptation of this comic that could could exist. And you guys talk very highly of the comic. So I know the comic's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I'll probably eventually watch another episode if it doesn't hook me by then then i'll just stop i think yeah i think i think it's it was worth very, watching like, the season four episodes five and six it was very cw in the way where it's like well it's, it's very serious but then there is some bits that are supposed to be comical but the dialogue is like really bad and not funny at mm-hmm. all um especially like the banter between uh Constantine and and Sandman. I thought it was just like cringe. A lot of that was added or like changed. Okay. It's not the same. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I don't have a doubt that the comic book's great. I, 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 I'm sure that it is. I just probably won't read it. It's tough too because uh, like that, the comic yeah. is also from the 80s so some of the stuff might like right. n- like if even if they adapted it perfectly or like 100% faithfully, I don't think that's necessarily the right move either because we've had, you know, I don't think with any adaptation, over 30 yeah, years the since move then. is um, to do it 100% accurate to the comics. You know, you got to change things, I think, TV. I think you do. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, as far as stuff I've been playing, I play, well, I finished uh, 999. Nice. Nice, 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 uh, Greg, you here? What was the end result there? You did finish like nine, nine, nine. Yeah. yeah, it was like called nine dudes, nine rooms. Yeah. Nine, nine, nine persons, mysteries. nine doors, nine vetoes. Everyone knows. Nine vetoes right. is way too many vetoes. Holy shit. I don't. 
I don't one need that veto, many vetoes. Too many in my veto. Life. One veto. I I have I have space on my heart for one veto. It's just right, the right amount right of vetoes. So right? you are. Yeah. So you said you finished all the endings. You're uh, mastered. Yes. You've you've mastered all the doors. I have mastered the, the, one, I'm right? the door master. Yes. Uh, yeah. The climax of the game, like the true ending, is simultaneously really cool. Uh, in, in like a limited context, and really dumb in a wider context. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I want to spoil it just because it like it kind of requires the context of the rest of the game. Oh, uh, I wouldn't it spoil mix. it because yeah. that's like yeah, that's, that's I'll leave it be. But it's 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 simultaneously cool and dumb <laughs> in equal measure. Uh, it ultimately makes I, sense in its own world and and like with the foreshadowing and stuff. But it turns the whole I game. I remember being very confused about it at the end. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, interesting. Because I I was not confused, but I I still was like, "Oh, this is well, anime conf- dumb." Yeah, I that yeah, I guess that. But I don't know. Uh, from what I remember, is there basically when someone shows up, I was like, "Wait, what? Huh? What the fuck?" And it was uh, but yeah, dude, cool. I'm glad you got all the endings. Uh, are you gonna when are you gonna start the second one? Well, I'll get to that. I'll get oh, to that. God. I oh, need to open sorry, that door after I finish talking about nine nine nine. Sorry, sorry. As the door master, things must proceed in orderly fashion. Uh, yeah. It, it turns the whole game on its head in a good way, I'd say, at the, the ending. But it also just kind of like blows the lid off the nature of the game to the point in, in to that point in a very anime logic way. Uh, I furthermore, I said I played it on an emulator and it's one of the only games I've ever played where it utilizes the original hardware format so well that playing it emulated actually tarnishes the experience uh i'm sure it it like it it genuinely makes the best out of being on the ds at the time granted i was never going to be bowled over by that ending or like shed tears at it like i've heard some people do although it's a i understand that it's an affecting ending uh but i do appreciate the execution so as a recommendation i would actually say that it's important enough to for sure play on a real DS if possible. Uh, I looked into it and the, and the way the PC version handles it, I'd say there is something lost there actually, but there's literally nothing they could have done about it. Like you, you just can't replicate it exactly. Yeah. You can't replicate it. And that's kind of unique. I'd I'd say, I, I don't see many games that use their hardware. So well, their original hardware so uniquely, so distinctly that a port, can't literally can't get the same experience and it's important it's it's nice that's cool um that's pretty neat and creek the door's open now i also started virtue's last reward so i will update hell yeah dude i know a lot i know more about that game because i feel like that game's more fresher in the noggin all right it's it's longer too it's like twice the the length of 999 so I, I what do you think update. of uh, those characters from uh, your, uh, your first meeting of them? I don't like them as much because they're kind of like assholes. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you do like them. Uh, uh, my main one I like. I like Clover a lot. I like her design in the second one. Mm-hmm. I think her design's fucking cool as fuck. Why is she dressed like a cave woman? No idea, dude. But Hot it just topic looks cave cool woman. as fuck. <laughs> Uh, my her, problem I so like, far. Uh, uh, 
the yeah, designs are good. The designs are good. Yeah, I was sure. just saying, I like all their designs are really good. Yeah. I like a lot of the characters. Um, no, I was just like the fact that or not the fact in the in the first game, it felt like not everybody was sharing all the information they could, but like it seemed natural or organic in some way that the second game so far doesn't in that like why are people not asking questions of each other and like trying to figure stuff out together just being assholes to each other for no apparent reason whereas in the first game there were definitely assholes in the group but maybe they were better at hiding it initially or like there was a a veneer of everybody working together in the first game the second game doesn't have so far well it wasn't i mean the main issue was in the first one was the ship the ship was sinking right I, if i remember True. correctly it was True. it oh, was filling with point. water they don't have so like maybe, a, as much of an incentive to get yeah. stuff done together work together hurriedly that's a good and this one yeah and this one they're like all right you guys just have to uh be uh either it's the prisoner dilemma yes you have to either join each other or not so yeah fuck it be assholes to each other and <laughs> fuck each other over right but it doesn't endear me to them so much. I, I mean, I like the I like the character like designs and sort of aesthetics so far. Have you gone through? Is this, you're just going through like the one run through right I mean, right now? I'm still going first. back. Yeah. All right, all right. It'll it'll start like as you go through it, it it does start opening and expanding into that shit. That is what I've heard. Yeah, that it gets much more interesting as you go through again and again and again. Anyway. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about that I played is randomly I played The Missing, JJ McField and the Island of Memories. Days to the Island of Memories. I told you the Island of Memories. Days gone. Uh, this day gone to the Island of Memories. This is a uh, a game from Swearies, White Owls Inc. from 2018. Uh, it's a 2D uh, puzzle platformer. And like Deadly Premonition, it has some Twin Peaks inspiration. Although, uh, humorously, it's set in Maine, which is on the other side from Twin Peaks and Deadly Premonition in Washington. But but it's it got that weirdness. Well, Maine, Maine is the Stephen King place. Yes, I mean, is Stephen. So it's called The Missing? It is called The Missing, J.J. McField, and The Island of Memories. Video. Okay, not on Steam. This is it is it's on, Steam. on Steam, you lying animal. It's on Steam. Oh, I, I found it now. I'm sorry. God, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, because you slob. Found it before that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly, though. It, it's set on a, a mysterious island, which is could also be said to be reminiscent of, of King's work. Uh, but definitely like Twin Peaky sort of uh, in its weirdness. And uh, maybe Swery's least weird work, though, and most sensitive game for sure, while still being quite bizarre. Uh, the gameplay is, as I said, 2D puzzle platforming. The main mechanic is getting yourself dismembered or like set on fire to solve puzzles. And that's rather wacky. That's pretty sick, but it yeah. does tie into the narrative. But it's a it's a cool kind of distinct, unique uh, gameplay mechanic. Uh, I struggled with the gameplay a bit because it it feels frustratingly slow in many respects, especially like after you get injured, having to like recuperate yourself is unnecessarily slow. 
some of the climbing stuff is unnecessarily slow, etc. Some of the puzzles kind of annoying in how they waste your time. Uh, but I do think that the the self-maiming puzzle solving is a unique approach to this type of game. Um, and of course, others may have more tolerance for the slowness than me. Uh, but I think it's worth playing for for that stuff, the, the maiming. <laughs> uh, the environments also range from pretty much pretty much working aesthetically to looking kind of ugly in that they're basically the same level of quality as the Deadly Premonition games, which was not very high, uh, often with like weird-looking textures and, and bloom, too much bloom. But the saving grace of the game is how the story might affect you. And as I said, it comes across as surprisingly sensitive to subjects of identity and uh, relationships and just like generally finding your place in life. And the character Sounds writing. Lame. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, the character writing shoot. is all right. You shoot things? You don't shoot things. You get your arms Boring. And legs cut off. Oh, all right. And you, cool. you roll around as a head sometimes. But when I say character writing, no, I cool. literally mean writing because most of the dialogue is given through like backstory text, text conversations level. that you unlock by collecting floating donut donuts. So, um, yeah, sweary game for sure. But his most sensitive one to date and a, kind of a surprise coming from him. Not to say that he's insensitive, but I mean, Deadly B had some weird shit. Cool. I did not know about that game. Yeah, just I've I've known about it for a few years, but just just kind of waiting for a random sale, waiting for a, a low sale, and uh, it's all right. All right, all right, cool. Jesus Field, that's Did me. Door shut. All right, let's door shut stuck. that door. Let's open it up for Vito. What do you got recently? News. Oh, Vito. Yeah, go <laughs> Vito. He's in my heart. I Vito went first. No, I didn't go yet. Um, nah, I don't know about that. All right, well, I guess I'll I'll start with what's the freshest in my mind. Uh, I played a very small amount of Roller Drome, which just came out. Please don't tell me this, this small amount real. was starting about a half hour before the podcast when I saw you get on it. <laughs> um, no. You Seems idiot! Like the kind of game we don't mind. It was it was sixty minutes before the podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just. I'm he did say it. freshest. You know, it's a new. It's a new game. Came out six, the sixteenth two days ago, uh, and this is one of the games that we we saw during one of those fucking PC showcases or whatever. Um, and it's pretty fucking cool. I played a couple levels. Um, it's uh, super stylized. Uh, cell shaded graphics. Um, it's got like these like eighties, uh, like blood sport movies and, and demolition man kind of vibes. Uh, it's a roller derby game with guns. Oh, and, that one. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like Tony Hawk meets like Max Payne kind of, uh, you're a roller, you're, you're doing roller derby. You have to do trip tricks to, uh, refill your ammo and then kill all the targets on the field. And there's like grunts that will swing at you. There's snipers. There's guys that shoot rockets. Um, I'm sure there'll be lots of other. I different thought types this of was a multiplayer game. 
No, it's not. It's huh. a single player game. There's there's a there's a plot. Huh. Um it's very cool so far. I'm liking it. It's not easy. It's it's pretty difficult actually. Wait, you're on um, wheels. Yeah, yeah, but it's tough because there's a lot of enemies like shooting at you at once. Um, there's a dodge mechanics. You're gonna want to dodge snipers and, um, yeah. Well, being on wheels, I guess, is the thing. I mean, there's a flow to the game. It's kind of like it reminded me of like Doom Eternal, where there is a flow, and if you're in it, it feels really good, and the game kind of rewards you. And if you're not, it feels bad, and you're gonna die. Um, there's some things that are like helpful about that flow. Like you won't, you can't fall like you would in like a Tony Hawk game. Um, so you could do like a flip, like near the ground and the, you'll just kind of land on your feet like a cat. You'll be fine. You could land backwards and you'll, you'll, you'll keep your momentum going backwards for a bit. And then your guy will flip around. So it's cool. There's things that the game does to keep your flow going. But otherwise, um, yeah, it's cool. It, it definitely seems like a game where like, if you mastered it, um, someone else might watch you and be like, Oh, that looks, you make that look easy and you make that look cool. Everything um, looks like easy here. and cool in a bailless world. Exactly. But no, but, but it's <laughs> no, hard though. Mean, though. It, it, it was difficult. It was fun. I, I want to play more of that. Um, I wanted to talk about the rehearsal and I will. But um, these are some thoughts that I had gathered for our last podcast. And I was like two weeks ago and I was caught up at that point. Now I'm not caught up. I had seen the first three episodes. I think there's two more since then. Um, Have you like lost interest? No, I haven't lost interest. Just but has anybody time. like started watching this at all? I tried. No? I tried watching episode one and I couldn't make it. I have not. Like, I was just, you just weren't into it. There's a different and feeling for me. You'd mentioned before that you're not into like that awkward. Oh, discomfort. Fringy. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I have struggled discomfort with Discomfort porn. <laughs> Nathan, for you, I somehow managed it all the way through. This feels different somehow because it feels. I. Well, it's very, it's long form. It's like yeah. an hour long of, of these episodes in there. But it's more just uh, like the, the people or the person in the first episode, but like the people I assume feel more like all of them. I don't know exploited somehow even if it's yeah Yeah. victims exploited that's what i was gonna talk about okay it 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 makes me Um, very uncomfortable because it feels like they don't understand fully like what's going on or what the expense of the joke is yeah and i'm still enjoying the show and i find it entertaining and funny um so yeah nathan for you uh, we all, you know, that show exists. And then, and then, um, how to with John Wilson came out produced by Nathan Fielder had a similar vibe. I loved that show. I thought that was great. And there's something about that show that just felt very genuine. He was exploring, you know, people in his neighborhood and, you know, a lot of the time the entertainment was, that these people were very interesting. Maybe they were weird or wacky, but it felt like he was exploring them in a genuine and respectful way. Mm, um, okay. Even though maybe some, and, uh, and maybe the entertainment was kind of like maybe laughing at them, but he felt very respectful and it, it didn't seem deceitful. And, and then this show comes out and the rehearsal with Nathan Fielder and it's, it, it, 
it feels like now this show is um, taking a lot from how to with John Wilson. And like I said, the, the, the really cool moments of the John Wilson show were like the heartfelt moments of reflection. And now the rehearsals doing that um, clearly inspired by it, but it doesn't feel uh, genuine. It feels staged and exploitative of the people because the, the people you know, the premise is basically I'm Nathan Fielder. I could solve whatever problem you have by building an elaborate like simulation and we could rehearse whatever issue it is so that you will be able to overcome it. Which sounds like and a great premise that's, to me. Well, it's a, it's a funny premise. It's a really funny and yeah. crazy premise. But to to be the kind of person that falls for that and believes right. that this will work for them, you're you're gotta be a little crazy because it's just it's insane. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause like I feel it's like it's like setting a trap. Yeah. Really. I feel like the whole thing with Nathan for you was kind of these uh big like schemes of his were like at his own expense. It was yeah, like the people expense. he was helping were were having to skeptical. be like, okay, yes, exactly. Skeptical, buying into his insanity, where he's the one yeah. being weird and like and like having a crazy idea. Whereas in this show, it feels like it's it's definitely at the expense of the person, right? Their life or their problems being exploited. Uh, yeah, and not those people were skeptical, and Nathan for you, and you could feel it. Yeah, and yes, like, the joke okay. was almost on was on Nathan, kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, this show, yeah, it feels like he's setting a trap for the most vulnerable people, um, people who have issues, maybe. And um, the joke is entirely on them. And, you know, I'm not above laughing at that. I think it's entertaining. I'm still enjoying the show, but I, I did notice that. And uh, it feels worse kind of like laughing at that yeah, stuff. It makes me um, more uncomfortable. Yeah. Like in, in a show like How To with John Wilson, he's not setting a trap. He's just walking around his neighborhood with a video camera <laughs> and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, and he's making friends with these people. That's nice. Um, Nathan, uh, I'm sorry, the, not Nathan for you, the rehearsal, like there are moments, these heartfelt moments that are clearly staged um, as in it's very obvious that Nathan is not reflecting in an honest way he's making a joke his whole persona is that like robotic emotionless thing so it's kind of hard to buy that these aren't like exact moments yeah whereas john wilson may or may not be as awkward as he in the he is in the show but he the show portrays him as that's actually how he is he's not playing a character um so yeah i just felt like the, the show is like a little predatory but i will keep watching it um I don't know, maybe because I'm, I'm a bad person. Well, I'm, I'm glad that um, at least like <laughs> I, I'm not just like overly sensitive. You got the right vibe. No, you definitely got the right idea. Um, the the this the the theme the the concept of the show is just very funny to me. So mm-hmm. I do want to watch. I do want to watch it. The idea. Fair. Um, I picked up a couple of games that I played. Uh. I guess that's the theme. I played a couple of games for a, a small amount of time. I picked up Cult of the Lamb uh, and I played that for a little bit. I two houred it and I returned it. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's, is it really? It's, yeah, yeah, okay. I returned it. Um, I, I returned it not because I wasn't having a good time. I actually was enjoying it, 
but I returned it like in anticipation based on like reviews. The game is like super stylish. It looks really, really cool. This game just came out. It's a it's a roguelike uh, dungeon crawler with um, I don't know if you say like Animal Crossing, like base management. Um, you are a lamb in a in a cult and you need to like grow your cult. So half the gameplay is going out into these roguelike, you know, like Hades dungeons and fighting enemies and getting random weapons and whatnot and then bringing resources back to your camp um, where you will build temples and uh, farms to feed your your people and you'll bring back cult members as well and then you'll give them jobs and they might be cutting down trees or mining rocks and sounds like an addictive resources loop. to do things yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah it's an addictive loop and i'm not i i don't like those kinds of games i just know me and you know i bought it um knowing that it had this base management kind of uh, system but i was under the impression that it was more dungeon crawler with some light base management stuff which i think i get behind and it turns out and this is just based on my readings that the game is is more base management than anything. And there is, there is well, obviously a lot of the game is the dungeon crawling you're doing, but that it's, interests it's, it's lesser way more. See, no, I originally thought, cause I was interested in cult of the land that looked cool, but I was like, I'm not, I really, I'm not into like those Hades type games or like Rodney Wise and all them. Uh, and that's what this game looked like, but the base building stuff looks cool. So if this is I like mostly like base it. build, I would I might play this. I think you should check it out. Obviously, the dungeon crawler stuff is there, and you you do have to do it. Well, yeah, it that's a fine. good portion. But it seems simplistic enough. It wasn't like as complicated as Hades. Um, so it seemed. I, like I said, I only played a little bit of. I it. just realized the, the management. Yeah, what'd you? Realize? Oh, that this loop kind of reminds me of like Dark Cloud. The original Dark Cloud, where you're going, it's a it's a 3D like JRPG. N64. My of friend a Gabe but loves that fucking game. It Dark was on Cloud. PS2. Um, but yeah, the the whole loop was that you would dungeon crawl, but like JRPG mechanics, and then come back to the town that you were rebuilding, and you know rebuild it how you want, and uh, use your resources and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I cool. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons pull. I like I like Hades a lot because. It's got that roguelike dungeon crawling, but that's not the end all be all of gaming. The point of the game is that you're bringing back those resources and upgrading your home mm. and advancing the story. So, you know, Cult of the Lamb has that too. It's just, I guess I wanted more in depth, like combat and dungeon crawling sequences. Um, but don't take my word for it exactly because I only played a little bit of it. Okay. Uh, I won't. I picked up. I picked up Post Void, played a little bit of that. It's like a fucking $3 roguelike first-person shooter <laughs> on Steam. It was really sick, actually. Um, just really bizarre, um, like, drug-fueled visuals. Almost like a Cruelty Squad uh, kind of shit. And you, it, whatever. Check it out. It's it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, it's cool. You need to just beat the level as fast as possible. Um... And I'll bring it up. We played the long drive. I mean, I had a lot of fun playing that game. Uh, long drive. 
Greg recommended this game and they just added a multiplayer test and it's really fucking janky. Like, the game is like super janky to begin with, but the multiplayer test is like, I mean, me and Andy played for a bit and Andy and me, we, we crashed multiple times. We certain things I saw he didn't see, but I had a blast. Um, Greg, when you recommended that game, I didn't really look too much into it. I was under the impression it was some sort of semi-serious, um, like oh no no car no. yeah I and I and I said I was down, but I was like I guess a little concerned because I thought it was going to be some sort of game where like you really <laughs> act, actually have to look after your car and no like car parts and not nah, dude up, uh, upgrade your vehicle. It's not like that at all. It's a I, complete so joke. The reason I found that game is somebody sent me a a video of someone jumping out of the well where there's like a broom and they come flying out and they're starting, they just, they're screaming Harry Potter quotes and that shit cracked me up. So I was like, what game is this? And I looked it up long drive and it was like, oh yeah, it's a multiplayer game where you drive a car and the driving is fucking insane. And I was like, dude, yeah, I'm down for this. It's like I posted it. Yeah. It's like a joke game. It's got very positive reviews. I had a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of the fun is in its, it's really just in its wackiness. Um, yeah. I, I, like I said, when Andy was, or I was slightly going to talk about it, uh, but I only, play, I only played a little bit of it, but uh, I really like how if you're driving and just like, there's like rocks and shit on the road and like the slightest turn just makes your car go fucking crazy. Yeah. The, yeah. Very, the driving's very, a little. Yeah. Yeah. The physics like, are nuts. Like we had a, at one point we had a, it's a rogue like in a way you're you basically just have to see how far you could drive in your car. Oh jeez. Um, I mean, there's not really a challenge. There's not really a challenge at all of the game. It's just that the fun is what you make of it. In fact, this might be a glitch, but in the multiplayer test that we played, you literally can't die. I don't know if that's supposed to be in the game. I don't think you can die. We, you literally. Why is there? Know. Why is there a f- hunger meter and a thirst meter? You know, it's just like the kind of <laughs> game that Vito wouldn't I'm like. Not Vito needs a game with goals. I was very disappointed when I learned that we couldn't die. I'm not gonna lie. That kind of yeah. That, that I'm not gonna say it's ruined the game for me. I like Greg. I, like Greg. Like I wasn't planning on bringing it up I don't to know. let me to let me uh, play a little bit more before I fell on opinion. But the jank and stuff quickly turned from like charming to like all right i feel kind of ripped off when like i've I've been worrying about like managing my food and shit and then we found some guns and it was like the end of our night so i just shot myself in the head and was like oh wait nothing fucking matters all right well maybe you can't shoot yourself in the head all right but i saw my health bar go to zero like i (laughs) oh i don't know no his his health bar went to zero my hunger went went to zero and nothing happened well, I, yeah, it's, you know, it's a test. It might it be a test for a well, like future. Said, that we don't know that it's really. like that in well, like I said, yeah, it could I, just I was, be the, the test. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. But I get it. I mean, there are also like killer rabbits that are like wandering. They're the, jackalopes. Uh, they're giant zombie jackalopes. Oh, is that what they? Sh- I just thought shoot. they were just yeah. dumbass rabbits. That no, they're terrifying. They they scream. Um, you could poop and you could shit and piss in the game. Fine, you can burp and poop you fart. You would hate this game, John. To like check your like status, like you have to like burp or fart. Mm, I don't like that. Automatically disqualified. Yeah, no. You have to get in someone's face and you have to burp right in it to let them see your health bar. 
But I did genuinely have a good time, and I was disappointed when I found out you couldn't die, but I still will play, and I like the challenge of, like, seeing how far we could actually go. You know, you drive, you drive, you drive, you drive, mostly through barren nothing, but then you might find a little house, and you find enough gas to, to keep going, or... or switch out your fucking tires or something I've like that. I've seen a run of that where people found a uh, a trailer hitch and they yeah, found we did. it was like a, a diesel uh truck like a, a big thing of diesel in it and they had to find a uh like an engine thing to swap it over from gas to diesel or some shit like that. It's yeah, cool. I guess I yeah, we we found a trailer hitch and we put that on and I was thinking like man, I guess if, if you just keep finding these you could make like some crazy long like human centipede. Yeah, before. but like so I mean, that car, it's, like a a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun idea. But why would you? Because anytime you go like, uh, any kind of so I believe speed, there is every, a mission, there is a goal of the game. Um, I don't know exactly, but there is a letter in the mailbox, the house, and it says, "Come, vi- come visit me from mom." So I think you're like supposed to. You're, the goal is like you're driving to your mom's house or whatever yeah. yeah i think you're right yeah but i don't know like if that's like actually in the game or why yeah but that doesn't answer their, like why would you use a, tra- a trailer ever it doesn't work it's fun it's fun don't get me wrong like it's kind of fun to pull i mean it's a fun is what you make of it i mean it's a 12 dollar game in early access I'm not, i should have paid five dollars for a while like, upset about it <laughs> uh well okay like i said well, that's like, long like i said i wasn't gonna bring it up at all until we played it more but like I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I wanted I, I wanted more time. On I had a lot of fun, but like my feelings are complicated. And I want to play more before I say a whole lot about it. All right, well, I, I had a very fun experience. It was zany enough, and it was a weird enough idea that I definitely will play at least one more time. I mean, I, <laughs> I want to play more, yeah. That'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. All right, news. News, 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 news. News then. It is news, news then. News. HBO Max and Discovery Plus will merge in summer 2023. Uh, new brand name is not unknown, so feasibly you'll have to get a new thing that has HBO and Discovery mixed together, whatever. Yeah, and they're making big like waves right now, right? HBO Max, I mean. like It's really uh, HBO Max a lot got a lot of great content. Yeah, they're they're cut a lot of stuff out though, they're, like even original stuff. They're canceling a lot of mm. shit. Yeah, right. I hope it doesn't bode ill for HBO Max. That's all I can say. Uh, Flask recommends this PC gamer article on turbo golf oh, racing. This, <laughs> yeah, this is literally just like someone else sharing my uh, sentiment that that game Turbo Golf Racing. I played the demo of it and talked about it uh, in a previous podcast sometime. And this PC Gamer article is just saying, like, the, the, the headline is literally like, to simulate a stress dream, play Rocket League for 1,300 hours and then try this car golf game, which is exactly <laughs> how I felt. I was like, my Rocket League instincts are fucking me with turbo golf racing. But, I do want to try that game out. But, yeah, it, it seems like a fun game. It does. Xbox Game Pass has announced a family plan. I don't know. Are we family? I haven't read in the specifics. So I don't know if any of this helps us. We're a family. Could we be a family. We could be yeah, a family. We're, a family. I mean, we're like family, like in fast. It's got to work the way like, like family family. guys. It's got to work the way that these things usually do. Where you can only have one person playing at the same time, right? We family. 
I think it allows would. up to five people to share the benefits of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, I think it might actually be something that we could do. I don't know if we would do it, but we should do it. <laughs> yeah, we oh, definitely they should. Can, Why does say we? they can do it all simultaneously. Cool. Oh yeah, sounds great. Cool. Okay. Uh, We're family just now. Just real quick, I just saw some article earlier that uh, there might there might be an announcement for. Death Stranding on Game Pass tomorrow from Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like an announcement tomorrow and coming out tomorrow or something. I don't know. Anyway, look out for that. We shall see. I would think that would come out for like Gamescom next week. That I yeah, I saw that. That might be the case too. Oh, okay. Cock. <laughs> so uh, you can't just say cock. Cock Media rebrands to Play Ion. Play on. <laughs> it's a play on words. All right, but tell me why I, I don't, don't give a hoot. Because cock was hard to pronounce. <laughs> I pronounce it easily. Cock, 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 cock. Very easy to pronounce. There's a live action Pac-Man movie in the works. What does that mean? What? <laughs> Who's playing Pac-Man? Jack Black? Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> why do you even have to ask at this point? What, what does that mean, though? Like... Live, live action, the same way the Lion King 2019 was, because that's not that's not a live action movie. That was a CG animated movie. I, I do know. not want what to see Pac-Man a yellow ball going, man. Is Pac-Man going to be re-imagined as a uh, humanoid creature? Like, well, what, like in the Pac World games, he lives in like a town of Pac people. So maybe they're going that right. route. I'm I'm thinking the Sonic well, he's route. He's still a large. That's spheroid with arms and legs. Yeah, that's horrifying. I, I really think they're going to try to make Pac-Man the new Sonic. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see what he looks I'm like. I'm sure it'll I'll be a great that. movie. Ryan Reynolds will be in it. Freaky. <laughs> Ryan yeah. Reynolds. He'll play... He'll play he won't have any speaking role, but it'll be like a cameo. He'll play like a ghost that makes some funny faces and then gets eaten. <laughs> Maybe he'll play his character from Free Guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right. Flash, you got this one. Oh, uh, Dungeon Meshi, otherwise known as Delicious in Dungeon, uh, which is a manga that I've talked about before. Really enjoyed it. That's getting an anime adaptation. Nice. By Studio Trigger. And I'm really excited. It's uh, it's going to open up that storyline to a whole new world. The, the manga's almost finished. I'm really excited to finally catch up and finish it. Um. Yeah, excellent manga and hopefully excellent anime. I think it would be really nice, really comfy. All right, can make me hungry. It probably will, and you, but it's one of those things where like you you'll be like ew, and then when they finally make the the meals, you go okay, yum. That's how mm. it goes. Goblin stew. <laughs> I don't Nothing remember this next one Vito. at all, Flash. Oh, there was a uh, there was a Twitter post from the Forspoken, uh, like media team or whatever. Uh, Forspoken being that that Isekai game, three D open worlds. That lady gets dropped into a fantasy world and she's running around blasting stuff with magic or whatever. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So they there was just a Twitter post uh, a few days back where they. <sighs> 
they do a little oh, bit of dialogue yeah. I, from her. Talk about it for me to remember it, dude. This sucks. And the this writing is so, is so cringe. It is the definition of cringe. Like, like I don't, I don't want to disparage Zoomers with saying it's like Zoomer speak, but it is like. Well, you say like this just bussing? Yeah, it is straight up like. It, it, let it me get this straight. Bussing. I'm in a fantasy world fighting drag. Like it's so. Uh, uh, and if the whole game is like that, it's like, why would you put this, this out? shit is bussing, no cap. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Yep, that's me. With a talking bangle on my wrist. Ooh. And is that a freaking dragon? It, oh, man. Is that a freaking dragon? Yeah. It's appealing to Zoomers. Whatever, dog. I'm sure it's appealing to someone, but people are making fun of it for sure. I think I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if it is. That's <laughs> like the idea, like what what old people's idea of what boomers like or zoomers like. This is. this video game has seemed worse every time we've seen something about it. It's kind of amazing. On oh, in, in uh, today's segment of literally who I have. Uh, Pennyworth's third season has been rebranded to Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler. <laughs> nice. Third season. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, first of all, third season. Who knew, right? Has anybody even heard Wait, of this? what? Third season of Pennyworth. I didn't even know Pennyworth. there were two, two seasons, so that's pretty I knew good it existed. On but... good, good on you, Alfred Pennywise. That's, so so their third season, and clearly nobody fucking knew this was a show. <laughs> Or who Pennyworth is, so they had to change name to explain what the show is. Yes. In the There's an explanation season. in the name <laughs> of the show. Well, just now we're getting the origin. He was too young before. Now he's the butler. I don't know what the first two seasons were about. That's funny. Is the show good? You guys don't Nobody know. Nobody knows. Watch Nobody's it. watched it. Yeah. It's impossible um, yeah. to tell. Money laundering scheme. What? Oh, definitely. Uh, Alone in the Dark is getting remade uh, by THQ Nordic slash Mitch Hedberg. Pieces Interactive, written and directed by Mikhail Hedberg, not Mitch Hedberg, Vito. Ah, uh, uh, dad, damn. <laughs> Do I give a heck about this? Uh, Mitch Hedberg, uh, <laughs> Mikhail Hedberg being the, uh, the writer for Soma and Amnesia. Soma is one of my favorite like horror games ever i so, get i get i get you can get excited about me, this in the sense that like it's a it should be a good psychological horror game yeah i feel like they're definitely going to play off the fact that it was like the originator the progenitor of the survival horror uh genre and they're going to be like oh this is a return to the original bestest original father patriarch of the entire genre but it's going to be different it's going to be like a modern game but hopefully, I hopefully, it's like written well, and it's a nice survival horror game. Embracer Group right. is in our news a little bit. They've acquired the uh, Lord of the Rings rights. So specifically, this is not like some weird shit like we've seen before, where you can't write about the third era, but they have all of it, um, as well as Tripwire Interactive, limited run games, and some more. Yeah, they acquired the dev of uh, Teardown, I saw, and some other stuff. They're, they're just buying up all sorts of What about that Yawn game? Buy that? 
The what game? The, okay. Yeah. Who's I making mean, that? I don't remember. Shit. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, as well. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. Uh, as well, uh, they've hinted at confirming that uh, the KOTOR remake, which we previously reported was on hold indefinitely, has switched studios uh, from uh, Saber or from Aspir to Saber Interactive. Yeah, I, I don't think I saw like official confirmation anywhere. Like nobody has. It was just some kind of like press thing or not press thing, but like some kind of internal thing where they were like they announced that a triple A title is changing hands. But people are speculating because of the history that we've seen with the Koto remake and the fact that Saber came onto the project mere scant months before the announcement of its indefinite hiatus or indefinite uh, hold. I don't know what to make of that. Just a bad game that was in development for years and then finally they pulled the plug and gave it to another set of hands. Alright. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't hope to see anything from anybody. Oh yeah, no. All we have is a CG revenue dark room. Alright, Flask, I'll let you take the next one because I have condescending remarks. Oh, do you? Okay. Uh, you can add, you can now add free games and DLC and stuff to your Steam library with a button click uh, which wasn't a feature before? until now. <laughs> you always had to like start the game up to add it yeah, to the library. Thank God, dude. That fucking oh. sucked. It did. I hated that shit. I cannot believe it's taken so long. What are you going to say, Andy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you just had to click the button once and then it would install and then you had it. I, I this is This is such a non-thing for me. I had to read this PC gamer article like two or three times to understand what the problem was before. Yeah, I I never even... I'm sorry, Andy. We all can't be born with a perfect Steam account. Some of us us have uh, add-on problems. Some of us get ads stuck in our Steam. It's just a cycle of life, bud. Some of us Mm. just have a more difficult time. Don't get me wrong. This is a nice feature. But like, I would have just been like, oh, okay. I think it's more just like crazy that it wasn't this way all along because there's definitely been times i've encountered it and lots of people have encountered it where it's like you're just trying to add something you're not trying to like install it open it up right now i uh, that's what I'll, or it was like that, it was okay, at least that's, like that's the thing for me why would i add a free game that i don't plan to install right now why would i add it right now if i don't want to install it right now that's my thing because yeah, so it's part of your library it. so but it's why like would I, so it's why would in I, your account but it's a free game, so I so I can add it at any point. Why why do I care if it's in my library? It's just a thing you might do. It's a quality of life. Like now it's in my now it's attached to my account. So no, that I'm it's not like, trying to attack you. I'm if just... you use if you use your library Flask, to like browse uh, your Flask, games, and I will your games. I will die on this hill with you. I don't know what Andy's aggressiveness yeah. with this is about. No, no, I'm with I, Andy, I'm not, but I'm also not saying you I guys think are wrong. I'm just <laughs> saying rhetorically why yeah, why I, this doesn't register on me because this is. How- I think rhetorically sometimes they do what like a timed give like this game's free this weekend. So happen. I guess if you wanted, you could add it to your library right, case, without having to install it. That second you are beholden to the store page button until you add it to your account once you add it to your account it's there it's like it's there it's part of your catalog you can sort it you can you can find it you can have it in your i don't know just for people who prefer to have everything in in that one place 
it's crazy that it hasn't been this way up till now that you've always had to go back to the the page for the game and like do it do a little janky like sort of install but not really yeah that's fair What an amazing story to end our news segment on. Hey, it's all right. We blew a a through, divisive one. We blew through a lot of news pretty quickly. That, that was some efficient news. And yeah, we did. Hey, that's efficient news. And sometimes it's just got to be that way. Uh, I have one piece of news I'd like to add. One piece? One piece. One piece. Close, dude. It's something even cooler. Impossible. I don't know if you guys have seen, but on Amazon, I believe I the other day or yesterday... They uh, re-updated the post for Dead Island 2. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Whatever, dude. I dude, don't believe out, you. I don't believe it. Coming, coming, out. coming out twenty February, I think. I don't remember. 2023. February Whatever. of next year. Mediocre. First one was mediocre. Second one's going to be shit. Oh, my God. Look at this little hero guy being all <laughs> mad. All Look that development time. I haven't seen shit about it. The first one wasn't even that good. Yeah, I have you'll no see. Well, when they when they announced that like ten years ago, <laughs> so feels like, like it probably like six. six yeah, dude, ago. I want to say like six. Let's say, but uh, yeah, dude, I saw that on uh, my Twitter yesterday. I was like, dude, I fucking uh, I like the first one. That almost ruined what a uh, friendship of mine. That game. So I can't wait game. for the sequel. <laughs> can't wait for the second one. That's all. That's that. That I just thought that was interesting. That was like uh that was a something funny I saw. I was like, dude, I got to bring that up. All right. I think they already like took it down. Well, that was a great game in a night of gaming podcast. I'd have to say, we uh we took a break. We dude, had a lot to we say, are just at. <laughs> we are just at the two thirty mark. We could. Have watched in the background Jurassic World um, Dominion, <laughs> but not the best. I was say, but I we, keep forgetting. But not the. We would have not, not quite finished. Version. Not the director's vision. The, the original vision of the movie. No. Hey, you know what? Instead of watching no. Jurassic World Dominion, one of one of listeners we didn't talk about in this pod. Why don't you just go ahead and check out that new Predator movie? It's pretty good. Dude, yeah, that Predator, Predator movie, Prey. That's funny. Prey Nobody talked about good. that. I Nobody forgot mentioned to. that here. <laughs> and we all watched it. And it was we, had, we had jam-packed roundtables. <laughs> yeah. I would have brought it up, but I'd already gone on for about 20 minutes. Yeah. So we on. But yeah, good movie. And with that, with that, this is the end here of the road that I, the quote I keep forgetting. This is the end. Uh, you go no further from here. <laughs> the quote changes every time he says it. <laughs> eventually, I'm, the idea is like you just keep testing it, and eventually, when when I find it, I think it's gonna feel right. You know what I mean? Okay, I see. So, listeners, without further said, uh, this is the this is the end. <laughs> uh, My only it. friend, the end. All right, no, I'm gonna stop trying it. Okay, last word of the night goes to Vito. Vito, Vito, Vito. Oh. I didn't really prepare anything. Yeah, that's, that's the blood. point of the bit. Like, nobody. 
Come I didn't on, really. Man. I didn't have anything. I didn't really have anything written down. Just, just in the podcast, Come man. On, I just boss. really wish you wouldn't. I really wish you wouldn't just, just drop it in my lap like that. End the podcast, trying to make me man. look like an asshole, you know. Got to end the podcast, man. All right, give him a few uh, minutes. Do you guys I'm see gonna, how cool the next uh, World of Warcraft expansion is starting to look? Starting to look really cool. And we're know. ending it now, night, and it's done. Good, good night. I wouldn't mind losing Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind losing me, the man.